Adolf Hitler was very liberal, but he was conservative in some respects, but he was mostly liberal, and he was socialist. That's why the Nazi party is called the National Socialist Party. Hitler was a liberal socialist. Get that through your thick head, Obama tards, Obamanations. I call I will call Obama fans from now on Obamanations because they voted for Obama. Yeah. Obama was a terrible president. He was the worst oh. in the United States history. Obama was just as bad as Hitler. Was just as bad as Mao. Um, I don't know. Was just as bad as Stalin. Barack Osama Obama, I call him Obama, was the worst president in the United States history. I wanted the part so where he said yeah, fuck socialism, not the racism. Think very carefully about what you doing. But this is not the topic of the video. The topic of the video is Adolf Hitler was a liberal <laughs> socialist. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Street Fight Radio. This is our response to the Adolf Hitler was a National Socialist YouTube video. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Sunday night, it's time for a street fight. We are taking your calls. My boyfriend's joining us. <laughs> he has some very radical views. We'll be debating on the show tonight. Uh, don't call in. The queue is full already. Save it for next week. That number to dial is 614-412-5252. Get in around 10.30 p.m. if you want to make it on the show. You can listen live to the stream at wcrsfm.org. On the left-hand side of the page is a link to open up a stream. I think it works on phones, too. If you're in Columbus, Ohio, that radio dial is 92.7 or 98.3. If you're inside 270, you can hear us there every single Sunday night taking your calls. You can also find us on streetfireradio.com where we post our basement episodes basically brian and i yelling and agreeing loudly with each other so thank you for tuning in we are in downtown columbus ohio in the free press studios we are a part of the pacifica radio network my name is brett payne my co-host is brian quinby and tonight we are joined by uh sometimes co-host always a great caller i'm sorry always a great caller and Brian is giving me hand signals. It's so loud in my headset that it's like it's blaring in my head. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I, I cut the flow of his entrance when I could have waited two more minutes and been like wrote. I could have actually wrote a note. That's better. That's better. Uh, so Erica is in the building, Grove City. Erica, as you know, or how are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. I'm going to be leaving in less than a month. And we are having a big party to send you off. So uh, be there July 31st. It's a Tuesday night. Perfect night for a street fight. Call in. Uh, call off now for Wednesday. Get it off or go in late, half day, whatever it is. But it'll be a good time. Oh, yeah. It's Tuesday, though, right? It is a Tuesday night. Tuesday, Tuesday. I'm of the belief that if you request a day off this far in advance, you are guaranteed to get it. And if you don't, then you, you should quit your job. Quit your job at that point. It's not they're not working with you. You know? Yeah. If you quit your job to go to the show, um, we'll we'll figure out something to do. Yeah. We'll, we'll give you a, a prize. There are medals. Yeah. Uh, we also are planning on doing karaoke afterwards, right? Yeah, I, I want karaoke. I want some Buck Owens. Okay. <laughs> I'd like this. Okay. So karaoke is on the docket as well. Come check us out uh, July 31st in Columbus, Ohio at Ace of Cups, which 
I mean, once again, totally a dream place to play. We saw Sheer Mag there, Taco Cats playing there, Japanese Breakfast, Idols, all of the greats uh, come through there in Columbus. So we're stoked to be a part of that and hope to blow them out of the water. We're going to have CBD ice cream on hand as well. So everybody will be ra- relaxed as fuck. Come make us look good at Ace of Cups. Please. That's what we're, we're hoping for is a lot of people show up and make us look really good there. That Boost. does help. That's a good way to help. Boost my going away numbers. Make me feel important. She needs <laughs> Erica <laughs> needs big going away numbers. We're in, we live in a world where we have to like look at all of our numbers. All, like Especially Brett and I are like, oh, we better pay attention to these numbers. That's how we get paid. And it's like... You know, I'm going away. I'd like some good going away numbers. I sure. <laughs> Beverly Hills style party. We're going to get you a pony, but uh, we're, we'll keep it here. Okay, that's You can't fine. take it with you. Yeah. We're uh, sharing we'll it. It'll be it. kind of part our pony. It'll too. be the Street Fight pony. It's, it'll drink light beer. That's one of my favorite things about, there's this show, uh, Vice Principals. And one of my favorite things about it is that, like, he's struggling to pay for his daughter's pony, like, stable fees. <laughs> and, like, the whole time is just her saying, I don't want to really ride a pony anymore. He's like, I'm paying for this goddamn thing. Sounds like you. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to do this. Well, I'm paying for it. You have to do it now. Yeah. So, uh, let's. So, how long have you been listening to the show? Me? Yeah. About two years. Dos, and how, dos and how did you find it? How did I find it? My friend Jarrett Green. Okay. Yeah. I think I know. I recognize that name for some reason. Him and him and his wife come and stop by and give you cookies oh sometimes. Oh my god, Emily, the, the potato chip cookies. Emily, yes. yeah, yeah, legendary cookies. So, oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, I didn't. I guess I never knew that story. Yeah. So, um, are are we like what you thought we would be in real life, or was it a difference? It's always going to be a difference. There's always going to be, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we're boring when we're not, That's like, true. we're just sitting kind of bullshit. It's like, if you only hear us on the show, it's like, that's when we're on. There's off times, though, for sure. Like, when you're standing in my kitchen and I'm just talking to you while I'm doing the dishes. It's not Making the same. chili. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean. I'm or Gwen's boy. in the basement. Hiding that's a call me. out, by the way. I know. I want to try to get her to come on stage at the show, but folks, I just I don't see it happening. So she doesn't have to say anything. She can give us a wave. Give us. We can get the Gwen wave. Will be the next like meme. Just her with her arm in the air. She has two weeks to practice it. A good wave. Well, I would just really. I want her to come up and say hi to you and like really feel comfortable being around a cooler person. (laughs) Because I think that's what her issue is. Do you you want to set up a retry? Are you willing to do this as part of your going away party? Will you you help? His daughter out with some self esteem issues. Yeah, of course, absolutely. She'll be she'll be podcasting in no time. Yes, <laughs> no, we don't want that. No, don't. Yeah, don't let her do that. Yeah, it's too early to get your thoughts out like that. Dumb thought. They would be the just dumbest thoughts. That's the problem. <laughs> Similar to the video. <laughs> Wait, did she still into the slime stuff? Uh, no, she she, uh, she did quit the slime stuff. Now it's that floral. What? Well, there's floral foam. <laughs> Which is, um, I don't, I don't know what floral foam necessarily, like, it's like the stuff that they stick the flowers in and. Yeah, in a vase for an arrangement. Right. And, uh. There are videos where people just put it with glitter and just squish it. It's like ASMR, but visual. Yes. And that's what she likes. it's real squeaky too. It's like, uh, you get like an egg carton vibe out of it. Yeah. Egg carton vibe. I don't know, man. It's. It's, I've seen the, my favorite video and I've told the people about this is they took floral foam and they stuck dry spaghetti in it. 
like in different spots of it and then ran over it with a car with like a blue yeti right by the wheel and that was a i mean it was a crackly ass noise it was nice interesting yeah. well my rabbit hole i've been uh not drinking for one week which is like a big accomplish for me i have probably haven't done this in like 13 years so i am finding my nights are kind of boring on the weekends you know and so i watched like an hour of guys playing G.I. Joe with their guns on Instagram last night. Okay, okay. <laughs> like patriots that are running drills on about guns, you know, and like showing you how to do like zigzag formations and all of this and that. But after I watched it, I realized that none of them were like ever covered. Like none of them said like get behind something and hide. They were like running out in the open like boop, 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 like rolling on un- rolling under cars and shit and there was even one point where a guy showed how to like reload your gun in case you were like shot in the arm and you were injured and you could only do it with one hand how to swap a magazine out and the whole time I just thought that they were going to get riddled with bullets immediately. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the the like a lot of them are what it is is it's people who just like who 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 play video games and that's all their gun knowledge and then they watch videos of other people doing the stuff in your videos that have only also watched video games and movies because in video games you can take two three bullets before oh. it becomes an issue <laughs> movies too yeah i mean they act like getting hit with one bullet wouldn't make everybody lay on the ground yeah, it used to be back in the day if you get shot in a movie and you got to keep moving it was because you were extreme badass sure. but now everybody takes a takes a shot in the arm and a, or a leg and like just guts it out till the end of the movie you know right and uh that's what they're that i mean that's probably even what they see themselves as like they see themselves like kind of stumbling down the street i having a like oh man this leg real when in when in reality insurgency's here they're gonna take over my town i'm the last one standing (laughs) they drink out of canteens yeah no these are guys who like think they're off the grid but they just happen to have an instagram account they just happen to know how to like hook up their instagram account yeah, but yeah, I mean, you got to have a YouTube streaming setup for the inside of your pickup. <laughs> but everything else can be off the That's grid. That's how people are going to get the news after the after the grid falls and everything is they're going to go to Instagram pages of like really weird people sitting in their car driving across the hellscape that's the country this like is the being purge. mad this is the purge this is where it comes from yeah the, you know what actually i've been watching i still haven't clicked on the sound but i've watched this guy's videos a lot every time they come through the guy with the cowboy hat i think he's a comedian and he does all of the sitting in the front seat of his car videos right you know uh, what i'm talking about the one I know is Amiri King. No, He's no, no, no. This guy is a cowboy. A uh, new one. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't I don't and know. And he just who he says is. like, "Folks, I'll just tell you what the darndest thing today." And then he just goes into some weird tirade about how everybody's entitled at the grocery <laughs> store and shit. Well, is, is he one of those like anti-lib comedians? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's, okay, he's okay. A, yeah, he's totally like uh I drive a F150 and my Wranglers are tight and I play the guitar, you know. <laughs> you know, What's you guys want to hear I thought you would know him. Have you seen the new older one? The new old guy comedian that just yells about millennials the no, whole time? No. It's, he's Which been, one? Um, I, man, this one's really hard. I have to get his name because he's a, he, like, it's like everybody I went to high school with is sharing his videos. He's like an older guy who's like, we didn't have, 
anything basically i I'll, I'll find the video real quick we can probably even knock push the audio out to the thing so so we can have a little bit of fun with it but this old guy hates the millennials that's i, I am interested in what he hates about him well i want you to see him so okay I'll buy me come. some buy me a few seconds here and i'll, I'll find him my guy's named chad prather okay so check that's him a- out Prather sounds like a defense contractor company. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. Prather Logistics. Uh, he also, he is called the Political Cowboy. Oh, that's a good name. But I saw someone trying to steal the shine when we were at the uh, immigration, the Bring Families Together march or whatever it was. Uh, there was a guy out there that was wearing a full, like, Texas oil man suit with like the peaks, you know, on yeah. the shoulders and it was a Texas suit and he had a hat on, but then he also had an American flag draped around his neck, like dramatically. I don't know if he was like trying to be like a, I, I don't know what the message was, but he was there. And uh, so we might have a left one. We might have a Democrat political cowboy that's coming after him. Yeah, I found him. His name, this, my guy is Brad Upton. And uh, I'm looking for I'm looking for the millennial one that he did specifically because he's just like an older guy that that like uh, I mean he has the, oh here we go Brad Upton I have some material from you I for you I did not know how to strike a match that's true about like 20 minutes ago I've never struck a match before you still haven't done it Brian did it for you yeah he did do it for me someday all right so, uh, can you do the audio real quick yeah I want you to come around here while we're listening too Brad. Okay, go ahead. Once you get the audio up, I, I got to how loud it's going to be. Okay, I got to make sure that my sound's working right too. Oh, every time, dude. Okay, you ready? Yep. Of course, it's a big silent beginning to the video. Build tension. Oh, wow, this is the wrong video and the audio is not working anyway, so <laughs> Perfect. All right. Hold on. I I got him. I got him. This is uh, our new segment called Futzing Around on the Internet with Brian Quimby. Yeah. You get to hear how he works on the computer. Uh, Well, it's what happened is we're getting a bunch of stuff for the stream and shit like that. And my computer is somehow like deciding it's not in the mood to actually do. uh, It's not in the mood to actually do the things that it's supposed to do. Oh, yeah. They get moody. Moody. It's a moody computer. Moody computing. All right, here we go, man. I think we're going to have it here in one second. No, I don't want the voice meter Elgato sound capture. All right, I think we got it. Does this take place on a train? I need to hear this. Oh, this is fucking nuts. Okay, maybe not today. Just... We're going to need to get it to work eventually. <laughs> Take a call and maybe we can get Brad Upton on here working here in a second. Well, it, I, I hope he calls in. Out. Oh, oh, give me give me a half a second then. Like we're going to try this one more time, folks. I'm sorry. This is it for some reason I've got it to work like once to do that dumb socialism video. My boyfriend. Your vo- yeah, Erica's boyfriend and now it just it like uh Okay. Plus, I want. Well, I wanted to hear the part where he says "fuck." So he, he was holding up his middle finger to the camera, wanna, just saying "fuck socialism." Yeah, I like was like kind of like I don't want to play the word "fuck" over and over again right at the beginning of the show for some reason. You know, it was oh, just. I'm sorry. You're not going to be able to deal with it if that turns him off. I didn't like the Obama stuff. Well, you know, it it just keeps defaulting back 
to any to voice meter. That's that thing that Jason installed. Yeah, that's what we're. That's our trouble here. Where it just keeps defaulting back to something that is not actually like here. There, that didn't actually work. So, I guess we'll have to wait a minute. If I can get Brad Upton to work, I can get Brad Upton to work. But uh, folks, the. Uh podcasters that you listen to and love every single week have computer problems just like you do (laughs) i'm embarrassed man i just was like getting a little bit uh i was getting a little bit cocky because things actually worked there and then everything changed i'm 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 removing voice meter from my computer as we speak (laughs) all right well let's see who's on the lines then while you uh do some troubleshooting there Killing me, computer. Thank call. you for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to? Hey, am I on? You sure on. are. Hello. Oh, cool. This is uh, Cody calling from the high plains of uh, Laramie, Wyoming. Uh, what's going on there? That's where Brokeback Mountain happened, I think. Is that's it? What I, <laughs> I'm not, that wasn't like a joke. That's just it wasn't. I wasn't trying to do like. I'm not saying I wanted to do, but that's yeah, where Howard happened, Stern. Right? Let's play some word association. Yeah. I wasn't doing Howard Stern there. I was just saying. I think that's where it happened. <laughs> Golly, like a '90s rap star. Or the state of Wyoming. I swear it's Laramie, but Laramie's a city, isn't it? So it's probably a fine not. cigarette is what Laramie is. Yeah, it's like one of like three. Or two cities in the whole state. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, now I'm wrong and I'm yeah. embarrassed. Okay. Fine. Well, I mean, it, 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 you know, it's this fine. whole it's show, fine. I'm just, just, I'm getting killed here. It's like, what's going on? You know, my computer's not working. Yeah, yeah. It sounds Everybody's like accusing it. me of being Andrew Dice Clay now. And I sure, can't. sure. So, what's going on tonight in Laramie? Oh, not much, man. Not much. Just uh, hanging out, um, chilling with some. Uh, Colorado-grown sour diesel, which is pretty nice. Yeah, I love that. One of my favorites. That's my favorite strain. I, I think. know that smell too. I do too. Every time dude. I can tell. Yeah, that's one yeah. of my favorite it's, strains. Dude, it's it's definitely it's been my favorite for a while, and it's you know it's it's one of the, the nice things about uh, yeah living here. I, I will say is you know just a short drive across the border and. Because it's Wyoming, there's nobody living here. They don't really patrol the border, so. Yeah, um, I had always heard that, like, they basically just, they, like, they control the border, like, at anywhere around, like, Colorado, the cops just hang out. Like, that's how Brett got busted at, uh, in D.C., wasn't it? Like, Yeah, there was always a cop waiting under this bridge as soon as you entered into Virginia to grab anybody. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, you know, Nebraska, Kansas, they've been doing that shit, but I think, yeah, again, Wyoming, you know, it's like, there's like four people, you know, on average in each county, so it's like, you know, there aren't that many cops to go around anyway, so. It's like, it's like, what's the matter with Kansas, right? Nobody right, read right. that book. I read that book. I Have you read the book? Dude, yeah, yeah, man. Uh, my buddy, actually, who's probably listening right now, uh, actually got me his his newest book, um, Listen Liberal. That's a good one. Listen. Totally check that out. What is that one? It's basically just about how, you know, the Democratic Party has failed to be like a viable sort of, you know, left alternative to, uh, you know, the right wing, I don't know, in lunatics that run the country right now. Um, so, yeah. listen up, liberals. Definitely worth checking out. Listen up, liberals. 
You know, we got to get out there and vote. Is that it's probably all like, well, we're just not voting enough. You know, you got to press the oh, button no, extra no. hard. No, he he's got a he's got a really solid critique of them. You know, just basically saying that you know they've abandoned kind of you know their history as like a, a party of the working class. You know, and um, you know they just become a you know sort of like an alternative you know corporate party basically. Um, he's right. You know, about of, that. of elite. So yeah, yeah, it's it's super good. I, I definitely recommend it. Um, I I did not like yeah. what's the matter with Kansas. What's the matter with Kansas was basically like who wrote that one? Thomas Frank is his name. Yeah, and I I, I read it because people were like, "Yo, you got to read." Well, actually, at the time, I was listening to a lot of Air America radio, and they were uh-huh. like, "You got to." Li- I mean, this is exact. Like they acted like. I don't know. It, it's kind of a book about like how Republicans just spent all their time like fighting for abortion rights in Kansas, and that's how Democrat. That's how they won Kansas. Kansas used to be like right. a super liberal place, and now it's not anymore. Right. But that's like everywhere now too. Base everything used to be kind of liberal for a period of time, and I assume it will be again fairly soon. Like it's like the pendulum swings all the way, and then it swings all the way back, but. Like, it never fully gets back. You know what I mean? Like, it swings yeah, back yeah, where it's totally. like, oh, everything, all this liberal stuff is happening now. And then it's like, uh, but all the old conservative stuff just stays. So. Yeah, yeah, totally. It it, it, it swings back a little bit, but it's shifting more and more right every time. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. yeah that's called yeah, the over, totally. Overton window, yeah. I believe. That's... Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, so I'm rebooting the computer now, by the way. Just like as in like this is hell. Okay. Yeah, they're awful. They're the worst things. They're the that's why people go to their phones over their computers now. That's why people love their phones, because we spend so much time with computers that need drivers and switch this over to this over to this oh just restart it and it only will take seven minutes to restart the computer. Yeah, your DLL files. Yeah. DLL, yeah, make yeah. sure you get all them DLL files straight. So what's going on? In, uh, oh, not much. Uh, you know, I'm, I haven't been listening uh, for that long. I actually started listening to you guys uh, early this summer. Um, uh, so I had to, you know, make a kind of a long road trip from here to southern Wyoming um, where I, I do field work, like I'm a field biologist. Um, and, uh, yeah, you guys, you know, so basically – when you're out there in the field, you know, the only thing you can really get is, like, NPR. Uh, and so, like, you know, I kind of just, like, want to pull my hair out most of the time. But I downloaded a bunch of your podcasts before before heading out there. Uh, and, yeah, got hooked pretty quickly. I'm actually, I'm a transplant from the Midwest, but I'm from southern Michigan. So, uh, yeah, it's nice to hear kind of a, you know, a more working class perspective on, <laughs> on what's going on right now as opposed to, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, corporate version you hear on NPR. (laughs) We hear from a lot of people that it's like being home. People that live in the Midwest listen to our show because they're like, hey, it sounds like I'm hanging out with two idiots from back at home. (laughs) Dude, totally. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I'm always flattered by that because like my favorite thing in the world was like just hanging out with friends talking shit. So I'm glad that people like doing that still. Dude, totally, yeah. I mean, uh, it's, you know, it's been one of those things where, you know, I kind of, you know, I grew up about like 45 minutes 
uh, west of Detroit, and, you know, very working class sort of background, uh, and I'm actually sort of transitioning into academia right now, and I just, I've come to realize, like, I fucking hate everybody <laughs> in academia, basically, um, so, you know, just because it's, you know, a lot of, a lot of privilege, a lot of people that have, you know, doctors and lawyers for parents, and, um, you know, I definitely miss, yeah, I don't know, I was, it's a very Midwestern feel that I get from you guys, so I appreciate it. The two weirdest things about college and just from Street Fight, from meeting a bunch of people, is how many people have traveled outside of the country when they were kids. <laughs> like, people will be like, totally. hey, we went to London when I was, like, 17, and it was a really transformative experience. For right. Sure. Dude, it's like totally. I went on three vacations when I was when I was a teen. I went on three vacations. Myrtle Beach, all, all three of them. Myrtle Beach. No, all three. All Dude, three. Totally <laughs> Everyone goes to fucking Myrtle Beach. <laughs> all three. Dude, were. that was our that was our shit when I was a kid. Well, he thought you were fancy. You go to Hilton Head. Yeah, Hilton my Head. parents were, but but ours was oh, Orlando. Yeah. We did Orlando because I had a great grandmother that owned a trailer. She lived in a trailer down there when she died. My grandma like inherited it and kept it for a couple of years, so we would go down there and stay in a trailer, in a trailer park in Orlando, and then go to all the, uh, you know, you go to the fucking Disney World, and but that was my trip all three times, and it was like, eh, it was a little something different, maybe. <laughs> check out yeah, something dude. else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was exotic for me to like go to Canada, and I'm like, you know, I was like an hour from the border, in <laughs> so it's like. Uh, it, it, it's just like, you know, it's exactly the same. Yeah, most, uh, most, the of, <laughs> most of the vacations for me was either, was Cedar Point. That was usually what vacation was during the summer. Oh, fuck yeah. I was, I, I was always scared to ride when I was a kid because my mom oh, was no. working on one when I was like eight. So. My yeah. my dad did a good job of like sneaking me onto rides at carnivals when I wasn't tall enough. So I really have a love for him. I've done the same to my daughter too. She'll be a junkie. Now I'm kind of sad about that though, because now you've you've decided no more carnival rides, and it's I like, know. oh man, now Brett's like Brett's like the next generation. He's gonna bubble wrap his kid. I I dude, when you said that, I was like, I kind of feel the same way. I don't. I would if I didn't have a teen, I would be like, no ride. But you can't stop a team sure. from doing anything, you know? So I'm just like, ride the rides. Totally. You know that they could kill you. It happened at the Ohio State Fair <laughs> yeah. one year ago. We all know that it happened. This year's fair is going to be a somber affair, I think. It's who's going to be playing, a weird year. I'm going to find who's playing at the Ohio State Fair this <laughs> year. Go to a show? Reba. Reba. Oh, uh, we could get every... Katie and Erica would be on board for Reba, for sure. <laughs> Brian Quinby would be on board for Reba. Yeah, I'd see Reba, too. <laughs> To be honest, <laughs> she sings "Here's Your One Chance, Fancy, Don't Let Me Down." True. Here's your one chance, Fancy, Don't Let Me Down. Oh man, I looked up Ohio State Fair, and the first video result is the uh, video. Yeah, I mean, it was <laughs> a tragedy. Okay, it, it was a bad, bad for Jesus. the brand. We were on the air when that happened, and with the Sams in the basement, and everybody was just trash. I was I was at the uh, Orange County Fair in Los Angeles visiting my cousins and I tried to convince my ex to go on like the the really big Ferris wheel cuz he wouldn't ride anything mm -hmm. and then we get back and the very first thing we see is this massive malfunction and I was like, "Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, you're never riding rides now." That thing was that was terrifying. They that really like it was just like 
how did that even happen? Like, we're all so convinced that rides are fail-safe, uh, fa- fail-proof, basically. It's like the unsinkable Titanic. It's like, it's supposed to feel unsafe, but like, you know, here's an example. When you go down on a roller coaster and you go into the tunnel and people like go like this, it's like designed to make it look like you have to put your arms right. down, but they gave you enough space sure. that like nobody's arms are going to tap that. And we're just like all like, so much trust in the people that made the rides that we're just like, oh, I'll put my arms up. All I, like, all my friends when they rode roller coasters growing up were all grab assing on those things. They'd be like, I didn't pull the thing all the way down so that I could kind of fly out of the chair. Yeah, that's it was my favorite. Extra exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, I, no, wanna... I take flying. I I said this the other. I shared a an old uh, picture of Cedar Point from the '60s. And I think flying in the air is better than going upside down. Like, I would take a really old wooden coaster that's all hills where you fly up in the air <laughs> over corkscrews. <laughs> that never, that happens where you like fly. Oh, up yeah, that blue air. streak there. Yeah, it was an old style where they give you a belt and a bar, but the bar doesn't like squeeze you. It just like blocks you from flying all the way out. Okay, wait, wow. one of these things is not like the other. So, Reba, uh, Bone Jeff, and Harmony? Jeff Dunham. No, <laughs> he's racist. I can't go see him. He's really, he actually is racist. No, yeah, he is. But Lee Bryce, I don't know who that is, but he's... Great name. Uh, cheap Trick, Sticks. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Sticks? Trevor Noah, the wow. new Daily Show guy. I don't get oh, that one. Oh. I don't State get that. Fair? Yeah. How much are tickets for Trevor Noah? They got. Yeah, I, they got to be, they got to be $80. Eighty dollars. He's gonna he's gonna bring out that Trump baby balloon, and that's just gonna get the crowd yeah. going wild. <laughs> yeah, oh, people are really into that Trump baby balloon, aren't they? I want that thing to fucking yeah, pop. just have a bunch of them just fall from the ceiling. Oh my god, thirty five dollars. All right, all right, that makes sense. But it's the no, it's not. It doesn't. It's the Ohio State Fair. <laughs> that's how much it should actually be free. No, but I agree with you that, that it does make sense. But it should be f- like free to five dollars. I agree with you. That, like, $35 actually is less than I thought it was going to be to see a Daily Show, man. Although, like, probably the same amount of people watch The Daily Show every day that listen to Street Fight. (laughs) I don't think anybody's watching that show anymore. Jeff Dunham is $40. Jeff Dunham Dunham is worth more than Trevor Noah. He's a Vegas act. Reba McIntyre is $55. Yeah, she earned it. (laughs) She earned it. She's allowed. Like Reba McIntyre, you go for it. You can, you can do that. You know, you worked hard to get where you are. We, pro- we got to a- get these under our belt. I think that's a good excuse to see her. Okay. Like Willie Nelson was a good one to get under my belt. Oh, Jesus. Reba. I don't want to see Reba if you're going to remind me about Willie Nelson. <laughs> well, I think Reba still got it. Oh, you still got it. I like it, man. Reba, she still got it. Is the is my new catchphrase. I want to see Dolly too if she ever did a show. She was here last year. It was like eighty bucks too. That's fine. It was very expensive. It's worth it. Yeah, I know. You paid to see Lana Del Rey. Like you're you broke that. Th- I I still haven't broken the like over forty dollars for a ticket thing. Like I just haven't done it yet because I'm just like eh, I don't need to see that. You know, I'm getting very close though. Like things are now coming through town where it's like. $50 doesn't seem too crazy, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, you don't even drink at those things either, so you're not even paying, like, $36 to get a buzz on. No, I am not. I don't drink. I, I don't even get water, really, because the lines are too long. 
Just drink spit. Is there a Wyoming State Fair? I probably uh, there should be yeah, one in every is. state. What's going? On? Yeah. yeah, there's a there's a Jubilee Days actually going on right in Laramie right now. But I, I think the State Fair is in. It's got to be in Cheyenne, the capital. But it's called I a just, Jubilee. It's I've, very authentic. Yeah. What is yeah, a Jubilee? I, I I don't know. I guess it's like it's basically like a more. Isn't it like a version of a of a state fair or it's something like that? Isn't it like feelings but, of uh, adulation and shit? Isn't that what Jubilee is? <laughs> Grandstands uh, I, I don't know. I haven't been a, I haven't been able to get up the courage to go to one because like you know Laramie on the whole it's a pretty safe place and stuff like it's it's pretty cool. But then like the first year I was here like uh, this like black girl got like stabbed and like there were all these like you know like racist like. I guess like death threats and stuff going oh, on and stuff. God. It was just like, damn it, Laramie, why did you do that? Like, <laughs> well, apparently the people from South Dakota, I guess. But oh, like, you blame it on people like, not in your state. It was all you know. All the I, all the Michigan Wolverines do all the crime in our state. <laughs> <laughs> we do say That's that a, though. I, we do. Yeah. It's always somebody came from somewhere else, and you're like, yeah, mm, I don't know. Man. They ain't one of us. <laughs> Yeah, but you guys especially hate the Wolverines. I mean, like... Yeah, we can't... That's... Brett and yeah. I like but them. But it's a... I, I, I hated them, too, you know, because I went to Michigan State, actually, so... Well, we I hate kinda, you, too, though. You know, I mean... No, anybody from that... <laughs> call the state up north Dude, to us. <laughs> you, you hate me, but you don't hate me as much, and actually, like, pretty much everybody in the Big Ten, like, hates Ohio State, so... Like, that's true. That's, Most hated on Ohio versus the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Ohio. We won't, we won't let that shit die. Either. Oh no, that's our badge of honor. <laughs> we wake up every day like they didn't want me to wake up today. People in Michigan, people in Michigan didn't want me to wake up today, and I'm awake. <laughs> that's what yeah. happens with you people I mean, in Michigan. You want us all dead. That's why we hate you so much. Yeah. Okay. It's a reaction. I mean. Okay, well, that's fair. Why? <laughs> Why do you want us dead? What did we do? Dude, I don't know, we even. Took the, I just, like, took it's just, like, one of those Toledo. things, like... I think we took the city of Toledo that? that's true. from you. We did take Toledo from you. We did win that war, so... There was an actual <laughs> war over Toledo, and we won, <laughs> for real, I believe. <laughs> that's what? what I remember. This is Mothman lore. <laughs> no, I remember this, I think. Isn't that what it was? Dude, I don't know about that. The War of uh, Toledo. Toledo. Look it up. We took it away from people. Now they're mad. We took it away from Michigan. Now they want us all dead. And now we hate them. And when they come to our city to watch their football team play, we spit on them and vandalize their car. Yeah. <laughs> and yell at their kid. They, we do. We yell at kids. I have seen kids get screamed at for wearing oh, like I Michigan need, stuff. No, like, I've seen. I've absolutely, absolutely have friends that have been like, Take off that disrespectful fucking shirt off that kid. He looks like that an idiot. Disrespectful shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Dude, love somebody it. Somebody was telling me that there are like ends like crossed out on some signs. Like, oh yeah, oh, yeah that's yeah. all over so, campus. Oh yeah, OSU's campus. Yeah. The, the day before the the rivalry game, they go. All the campus buildings have the M's crossed out. With like tape. Yeah. Dude, yeah. We, see, we don't even do that shit. I, mean, I know it's it's such a one sided war. Fair. It's a completely one sided war. It rules though. It's like the Yankees and the Red Sox in a way where like the Red Sox care so much oh. about it, but the Yankees are just kind of like well, we just play sports, okay? We're like the, just the best team. The right. most fucked up story from the uh, the rivalries 
I think my freshman year, this girl wrote an op, like just in the student paper, an op-ed about how we had won a couple games in a row for the rivalry, but all of our stats on like academics and like like uh, graduation rates and <laughs> all that shit was low. Right. And she got she got driven off of Twitter because. <laughs> Whoa! Wow. <laughs> I love people it. Fuck were, you. We don't have to study our team. People were doxing her student <laughs> accounts, and they were like Snapchatting each other um, her dorm room information. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, Holy yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. This is go to town. this girl's dorm room and kill her for talking about our graduation rates. We got to get her out of town. If she likes Michigan so much, why doesn't she go to Michigan? I hate this person. I remember one year this kid, and this is what turned me against Ohio State football, was there was this dude, they were having like one of their undefeated seasons because they play only jobbers. Like they only, it's like they're, they don't play anybody. Right. right? At like the beginning of the year. So it's just, um, they, they like, uh, they do the, they like, um, they beat all the teams. And then at the end of a game one year, they were playing a team and it comes down to this pass, not necessarily the pass, you know, it's like two minutes left, but they could have had the touchdown and this guy dropped the ball. And he, the next day it came out that people were like calling his dorm, like sending him emails, finding all of his, cause it's easy to find somebody at OSU's email address. If you went to OSU, because you basically, it's their last name and then whatever number. Right. Right. And like, uh, People were finding this guy, and he just got tons of death threats. And then, you know, I was always just kind of like, "Well, if you play for the team, then I guess that's what you got to <laughs> deal with," you know. For, for yeah, when yeah. I was before I went to school there, then I went to school there, and I was in a class with the quarterback who I can't remember who it was at the time, but he he Probably was a, had two initials for a name. Yeah, it was like yeah, and we're <laughs> we're in this class together, and I was sitting next to him. I think I even worked with them on, because you know how they make you work with other people in school. I even worked oh, yeah, with them on something. And he was like a really nice dude. And he was like a 19 year old. That was what like, just in my mind was just like, these people, these 45 year old men have his picture pasted up in their basement <laughs> those and they scream Instagram and Instagram gun guys. Those Instagram gun yeah, guys those Instagram are shooting, gun guys. Are shooting at it. They're putting his picture on their targets. <laughs> He's 19 and that's what turned me against the whole thing was just like once you're once you realize that college football players are like kids they're just like <laughs> you can't treat them like this this is whole they're not even getting paid. So you, yeah. can, you can go to Wyoming Dude, yeah. but that target's always on your back. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling yeah, in. Totally. We really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Thanks for taking my calls, guys. I appreciate your work. Thank you. Thanks for listening. I'm I'm uninstalling everything off of my computer right now because Jason I'm, will be pissed. I'm panicked because now we got to go to break, and we can't go to break if we don't because I have an iPhone, an can iPhone. You, could you pull up a couple songs that you like and play them for tonight's show? My phone's dead. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Oh, and she has a wild phone. Uh. Here, here, Wild I got phone? your back. You got a charger? Wild phone. Yeah. You yeah. have a micro USB. Um, so I hear something that made me think about the outsiders the like are coming to our town and tear everything up. I was in Grandview. I was near your place, and I was at this sub shop and we rode bikes 
and my bag, it's a leather bag. It looks like it's a purse. My purse was sitting in the back <laughs> of this, of our trailer. And there is no, no, a single thief in the area. And this woman comes inside and says, is that your bag out there? And we were like, yeah. She said, someone could just grab that and walk away yeah. with it. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't think they're going to. The, the other guy in here that's on a bike is on one that's like $2,500. I just, I don't, I don't think this is a place where I'm going to get my fucking purse taken. Right. Yeah. It, well, that, there's a lot of that in the neighborhood. I like, cause I, I, you're, you're, you're in my neighborhood. And, and like when I kid was in school, I would go to the park with all the moms and stuff. And like, they just, all they talk about is crime and they live in a neighborhood where there's not any crime. There's just no crime there. And if there is crime, it's like somebody's stealing change or something like that. So, yeah, people are unduly worried about crime well, around It's always going to strike. All right. You want to play uh, the guy now? We, we can play it now. I'm almost 99% positive we can play our guy now. We're charging at lightning speeds. I'm at 1% already. I will have... I will. I, I. I think I'm going to be able to do it all now. I did it all for the nookie, the nookie. So you can take that cookie. You ready? Give me two seconds, Brett, and we will be ready. Here we go. Brian with his debut of his computer audio. Well, now I'm going to have to try. I don't know if I'm going to be able to stream tomorrow. Uh, but we're going to live, guys. This is all going to happen. Gals and non-binary pals as well. Listen, buddy. I know what you're saying, but I'm just... I'm a bad person who says bad things. You think everything has a penis? I don't think everything has a penis. Well, I guess it's even if to be equated to a penis, but... You think everything is a man? This is the wrong... Okay. Brad Upton, folks. And as soon as the this video be plays... Because it's not good. That's the point of it. Brad Upton. This is the one I saw, and I was like, you're kidding me. You the human brain's not fully developed till 25 years of age. I know that's true. That's true. Because people under 25 are the only ones that'll put a $3,000 sound system into a $1,000 car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. 19-inch rims on a 98 Honda Accord. <laughs> that is a good look, SpongeBob. Maybe you put a non-functioning wing across the back to finish the whole idiot package. Yeah, yeah, you get them. <laughs> a lot of our terms don't mean anything. I don't want to sound like a broken record. You know what that means, right? People under 30 never owned a record player. What? They don't know what that means. What? They don't know what that means. The fuck they don't is he know talking what that means. <laughs> this guy. He's awful. They still don't. He looks like he looks like a manager of a hundred bank. Watch on their cell phones. I can't put them down. It's like somebody calls, somebody texts, somebody texts, somebody texts, somebody calls, somebody calls. Jesus, focus. That's what oh, I'm doing on my phone. Or something. I don't understand the obsession with all the text messages. You ever take a cell phone away from a twenty-something? They don't know what to do. They look like that Parkinson's. <laughs> Where did you find this? Every single person that I went to high school with has shared this this week. I'm going to have to learn how to talk to people. <laughs> I hate My wife this and I guy. went to the mall recently. We have two teenagers. The plan was Idiots. all four of us are going to go different directions, then we're going to meet up later. Both my kids had forgotten their phone. They go, how are we going to meet later? I said, well, we're going to go back in school, kids, and go old school. This is called making a plan. This guy sucks. At 220. 
I hate yeah, him. Yeah, thank I hate you. Him. Thank you. That I was horrible. Him. That wasn't even worth my time. He uh, he is the most popular comedian with people that are 40. They're 39 years old. I can't help but wanting to correct him, too. Because, like, vinyl is the number one selling format for music this like for the past few years it's outsold everything else right yeah 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 for sure i he has no idea what he's talking about they sell record players at urban outfitters they sell, they sell them they sell them at target still you can get an old crosby my fucking guys yeah you're right yeah urban outfitters has them and and records uh, and they sell like old shit too and what about i mean so he got into comedy back when Fast and the Furious came out. Is that why he's so obsessed with like unusable spoilers on the back of cars? He got into comedy. So I was, you know, I at first was the manager at a shoe store, and then I was a manager at a McDonald's, and then I was a bartender, and they did an open mic night, and I had just seen the Fast and the Furious, and that's when I started to do comedy. I hate him. I I just that is he's so popular with like uh he's very popular with a subset of people. Just, That's crazy. I people you know, video. yeah. I people I knew from high school. People they're just ready to be old. Like they just can't amped. wait to be crotchety. I'm 39 years old. I'm allowed now. I'm going to 39 to 40. I get a lazy boy next year on my birthday. Yeah, they're 39 or 40 years old, and they're so anxious to not be. There's just they just don't want to like young people. I, I always think because like I always think they don't want to like young people because they uh, aren't young anymore. It's yeah. like now I got to yeah. join this other shitty group of people, these old people. Old people well, love looking at their phones all day, by the uh, way. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Gotti. Gotti. Look at our millennial comedian Erica. Grove they City do. Erica. I look they at f- my phone constantly. Dude, I my grandma, she was over for July 4th and just constantly in your face like showing you pictures of cousins you've never fucking met in your life like <laughs> no i see my my mom says she hates it and all of that and then she's on there just popping bubbles or scrolling through <laughs> facebook and getting mad about it and it's like i don't think this is a problem for you oh what are you gonna do if you don't have your phone i, I, I took a 20 year old my son who is 23 and stupid <laughs> yeah i don't i don't i've never experienced this either i don't eat that i play i about, just played volleyball with two 14 year olds yesterday for like two hours and uh Nobody checked their phone. Like, well, guess what, dude? If you give them something to do, right? You think about what this guy, what this guy does with his teenagers, with the attitude that he has, right? Where it's like uh, he sees his teenager playing a video game, and he's like, "Stupid idiot, waste of time!" Like, he can't even be interested in anything. So, of course, they don't. They look at their phone the yeah. whole damn time they're around him. I would too if I was around that guy all day. Imagine him doing his uncensored material at home too. <laughs> and you're his dad and you can't get away from him he or probably, he's your dad he probably like works on jokes to his kids oh, and I know. also Ooh. says stuff like a lot about like uh he'll, he'll be like we uh he, he probably does like racist jokes is what i'm trying to say <laughs> like when he's un, uncensored sure. like when he's really uncensored I don't He's like got some guy. good impersonations under his belt. All yeah, right, let's sorry I made y'all do that. Yeah, that was really disappointing to know that people are have sunk that low. I mean, it's very po- the thing I want everybody to know it's is so that that's extremely popular. Basic. <laughs> uh, thank you for calling Street Fighter. Who are we talking to? Hi, 
Hi, this is Perita in Chicago. What's up, Perita? Oh, Perita. Perita. Oh, I know you. Sorry. I heard something else. Hey, no problem. Oh, you know what happened? Can I say what happened? Like, I accidentally turned my Facebook to Spanish, and now I don't know how to turn it off. I literally feel like the oldest person in the world right now. I have had nothing but computer problems that we started, and now I'm over here like, why is everything in Spanish? <laughs> Espanol. <laughs> what? <laughs> I just can't find where to turn it back to English. What's going on tonight? Oh, uh, not much. I'm just hanging out at home with my cat, smoking some weed. Um, decided to call in, kind of give you all an update. I'm actually kind of glad that Erica is in today because um, I think I might have told you when I saw you all in Columbus uh, in January that I was working on quitting my job also to travel. So I think it's kind of a coincidence. Hell that yeah. Hell yeah. Both do doing similar things. Yeah, I'm, like, much further along in that whole thing. Um, I did go ahead and quit my job, like, six weeks ago or almost, uh, yeah, like, six weeks ago. I was, like, working at this finance company. It's funny, the previous caller and you all were talking about what jubilees are, and I actually learned recently that jubilees are, uh, like, a form of debt forgiveness historically where, like, every 49 years, like, a community would have, like, the government would have a jubilee and, like, everyone's debts would get wiped out. Wow. Who outlawed that? Yeah. When did that stop? I, 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 I just started listening to Season of the Bitch, that podcast. Oh, yeah. And oh, they have gonna... an episode that really goes into it. It's really fascinating. That is incredible. We need to do we DSA, need a jubilee. can you get on, get on that getting jubilees back, jubilees. please? Uh, we can I also, think we definitely... <laughs> we can use the X-Man character, too. So that will be transferred over quite okay. nicely. Well, I I just want to be able to say that I'm jubilant. Oh, we're going to go to... Yeah, we need Debt to... Debt-free? I, I mean, anybody who proposed a jubilee... I'm going to be straight with you. Anybody that proposed a jubilee would be the most popular person in the world. Well, even if it's just a cherry <laughs> jubilee. Yeah. I'll I mean, just take a free dessert. If somebody... If a... Pol- like, it's like... People would be like, oh, politicians can't do that. And it's like, but if they came out and were just like, if you make me president, we're going to have a big time jubilee. To be a concert, we're going to get all the bands and we're just going to forgive everybody's debt. They would become the president. So that's something that I can guarantee. I don't know why that doesn't happen. Can I ask how you quit your job? Um, I put in notice. Just put in notice. I put notice. in two weeks notice. Yeah, I have a lot of, you know, I had a lot of friends at that job. I'd been there for like over four years and, you know, a lot of people there had really helped me kind of get through it and we were kind of all in it together. I didn't want to leave them all in a worse place over it. So oh, that's nice. I put in my notice, but um, I was really glad to get out of there. I definitely voiced and aired all of my complaints <laughs> before I left. Nice. I used their printers to print like lots of zines for my uh, organizing group that I work with and all that kind of stuff. Did you do no. it like in a like one of my big regrets is that I aired my grievances in like the nicest possible way. Is that how you did it too? Um, I did I an exit interview. Stirred up a lot of drama. It was uh, it was really kind of scary for me, and I think it was like you know upsetting for a lot of people too. So I actually don't think I did it in a very nice way, <laughs> See, considering that <laughs> it's effective. I mean, you probably affected stuff though. Like mine didn't affect anything. I basically walked in and talked to the human resources person. They said, can you do an exit interview? And I was like, I guess, I mean, and then I just told them all the problems I had, but that probably just 
I mean, you know that didn't go anywhere. That like, where would that have gone? No, they're know? just looking for to fire somebody or see if there's like a violation. But they don't give a shit if you think it's stupid that they changed the policies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, like, I don't know. I I tend to. I mean, at, being out of it now, like causing drama, causing that sort of drama at work. I don't know if it was with like impl- Was it with your like coworkers or was it with like management? It was with management. Yeah, good, so that's good. good though. Yeah, it was definitely with management. <laughs> and and I, I kind of, I have a big mouth sometimes. I like to talk to my friends at work about shit that's going on. So you know, management really didn't like that. Yeah, I, I that probably not. Like, especially because yeah. you organize for like you organize for job stuff, right? Like you, you do. Um. Well, these days actually, I'm organizing with Chicago General Defense Committee. And right now I happen to be working on some projects for prison solidarity and, like, a strike that's coming up. Um, so I've been, like, making T-shirts for them. I've been putting up posters. It's really been a lot of fun. Um, and that's what I'm organizing on right now. I tend to kind of move around from topic to topic, like, every couple of, you know, every year or so. That's cool. Um, I only started kind of organizing more uh, aggressively, like, recently. So I'm really learning a lot. That's That's so cool. Like... Uh, where so Erica is going? You're going to Sweden, Sweden, right? Where Where do you plan to go? Uh, so I'm going to India, and Ooh. I'm going to a city Ooh. called Pondicherry, which is on the southwest coast. Ooh, how long are you going to be there? Twelve months. That oh, nice. How long are you going? on a on a volunteer Here. visa? Yeah, yeah. You guys. So what is like? Is it, are you a little, are you, are you freaked out a little bit? Like, it seems like such a cool thing. Yeah, I'm so damn excited. So I have been, I've visited the place that I'm going to before. Um, you know, my grandfather is really into like certain kind of yoga, yogic philosophy kind of stuff. And he really wanted to visit this ashram in Pondicherry a couple of years ago. So we went. And so now I'm going back there to do volunteering. They have a lot of, like, ecological programs about sustainable farming. Um, and I'm just going to go volunteer. And it'll be a good way for me to kind of travel in a different country and get off the map. It's, like, really cheap to live in India. And I just quit my job. So that's going to be great for a year. <laughs> that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. I'm so fucking jealous. Yeah, you guys are both going to pretty cool places, I think. I'm going like, to where PewDiePie was born. I would scratch that. It's not that cool. Oh, I mean, Sweden is different, though. And, yeah. Like, these places are different. Like, I don't know as much. Like, I don't know much about, like, you know. Like, a lot of people just, they end up going to, like, England. Or, like, just another place that's kind of like <laughs> A place that's owned Myrtle, by the Nestle Corporation. Myrtle Beach. Yeah, yeah. Myrtle Beach. England is England is like Myrtle Beach. England and Canada are like going to Myrtle Beach. It's like, oh, I'm I'm leaving the country. And then you get there and they like are all watching Trailer Park Boys. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, it's the same thing down there, you know. But India sounds like it's like uh, like I would love to go there. That's one of the like I, I have this weird thing in my mind about like I don't want to take when I leave the country finally. Like, I don't want to go to a place that just looks like here. So I, I want to go to, like, Africa, like, South Africa, maybe. Is that still bad? But I I just I want to go there, India, or, or any place like that, that, like, I would just be like, this is completely different. Like, I want to go somewhere that's completely different, you know? 
Yeah, but Sweden's in, uh, probably interesting because, I mean, don't they have a lot more kind of like leftist uh, policies there? Yeah, so I know that the Swedish Democrats, like, is actually like an offset of like the, the Swedish, like, neo Nazi party. So they're like really popular. So that's like really scary for me, actually. But like, with that comes kind of like a counter movement of like really radical organizing which is, like, really nice to see. So, like, some Swedish... So, like, like Swedish street fight listeners have, like, reached out to me and, like, wanted to hang out. So, like, I might... Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I might get, like, in a little bit with the community. But I know, like, there are, like, socialist parties that are headquartered in the city that I'm staying in. And there's, like, just tons of youth organizing. And, I mean, it ranges from, like, social democrat to, obviously, like, like hardcore like Marxist organizations or anarchist organizations, but I don't know. I like I'm looking forward to it, but also I'm also kind of scared because I f- I just imagine that whatever brand of European fascism there is, like it's probably like ten times a little bit more terrifying just because it's so foreign to me. Like here, Ohio has like a lot of like KKK and we have like the Patriot Front, like but they're they're. Wimps. They just like go and flyer. Yeah, yeah. They don't they, show up. You never, they don't have you never, you never see them. Yeah. yeah, they they go out at night Ooh. and they'll flyer around. So that's that's worrying. But also the the radicalism I see there is like kind of exciting. I wonder if it's like I I, I think I can see where you would be nervous about it, like being different. But I I, I wonder if it if they're not. Like I often, I often wonder if they're like not the same people, you know, the like the Swedish versions of some fucking nerdy, you know, some kid that is hanging up. It's okay to be white posters. The the people like that, if they're just the same person oh, in a yeah. different part of the world, like, I, I, have you looked into like what kind of violence there is behind that stuff? Ooh. Like, is there like a lot of is there a lot of violence be, around it? So the I don't remember the full name of the organization, but it's like the Aryan Resistance of Sweden, and it's like Nordic Aryan Resistance. They did train bombings in the city that I was in. I'm going to like two years ago. Okay, like, like shit that you would. It's just so bizarre because it's like that was like they did like two or three train bombings in Gothenburg and I just I never heard about them. Yeah, that seems like something that if it was like any other organization, like you would hear like on even like U.S. outlets about oh, like yeah, yeah, like like it would be spun as like immigrants coming in and like doing these acts of terror. And then there's right. like white supremacist organizations going out and bombing. That's like that here, right? And and that like. They go after it. They have like this unmasking Antifa bill. Yeah. And then it's like, but like Antifa hasn't killed anybody. And, uh, these, these white supremacists have killed. They have, they're the ones that have killed people. They're the, they're the fucking problem. I saw one of them fire a gun into a fucking crowd. Yeah. Yeah. They're the fucking problem, you know? And it's, it's like, uh, they, but the press covers it. The press doesn't cover it as, as, as much, or I guess they do, but they treat him like an outlier. You know what I mean? This guy, he didn't have any friends, and he was a I racist. Guess. And it's like the, he was in a racist group. He had a whole bunch of friends that were racist with him all the time. So what? Uh, so what's going on with your organizing, Prita? Yeah, so we're working on some uh, really big project right now. Um, so there's a national prison strike coming up. Uh, starting on August 21st and going through September 9th. 
Um, you all may remember in 2016, there was a really large uh, prison strike, and there's just been more and more kind of momentum building since then. There have been some kind of major events. There was um, a riot at Lee Correctional Facility in South Carolina in April of this year where seven prisoners were killed, and this is supposed, uh, apparently the deadliest kind of prison riot in the last 25 years. Um, so that, you know, the the strike itself has a number of demands, including restoring voting rights for the prisoners, more funding for rehabilitation, repealing certain laws that are preventing um, access to parole and rehabilitation and the ability to address violations, um, like violations done by the guards and the prisons, human, right, human rights violations for the prisoners. Um, and there's lots of different actions also taking place. It's really varied according to facility because the whole strike is being organized internally from the prisons. And there's really a lot of fear of retaliation. And some of that retaliation has already started to take place. So um, the actual actions are going to vary. But there are hunger strikes and boycotts and sit-ins and work strikes as well. Um, and there's, like, lots of different ways to support this. My uh, group... Chicago GDC, along with lots of other groups, um, including Incarcerated Workers Organization Committee, is having a solidarity event on August 4th in Chicago. Um, and there's going to be a Facebook event about it, which I can also post to the Street Fighters group if people are interested. I think that's going to be a really great event. We're going to have letter writing speakers. I'm printing t-shirts, so I'm really excited that my art is also getting out there through this project. I love it when I can really like bundle up my organizing with the rest of my life and move it all forward that way. Um, so I'm really excited about all of this work. That sounds great. Yeah, get yeah, that posted to really... the group too. But at, when you get done with all this though, I mean, when are you leaving for uh, for India? Yeah, I'm trying to leave on September 1. So okay. This is kind of the last project I'm going to be able to work on locally before I need to start making arrangements, and then I'll kind of be shifting my focus to India for the year that I'm there. And then I do plan to come back and resettle in Chicago. So okay. I'll be around and picking this work back up where I left off. Well, let me tell you, though, I, if you can change the date or wiggle, have a little bit of wiggle room, uh, we are doing a live show in Chicago on September 2nd. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be of at the course, high. No, I actually can. I actually can see about that. Um, so I have to go through a volunteer visa process, and that's all like not finalized yet. So it might be possible. I'll see about it. It would be really great if yeah. I could make it. Just write that in the in the additional notes if they have any questions about why you're switching some dates around. And, yeah, sure. And we also, it's I think pretty flexible. We are definitely going to have uh, Amber from Season of the Bitch on as well on the live show. Would you please watch your language? Sorry. <laughs> oh, great. Season of the Female Dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're. Yeah, yeah I, I just started listening to it. I mean, that episode really caught my interest because uh, the previous job I had was working at a finance company, and I just learned about so much evil shit that takes place, like at just that little slice of, like, the banking industry that I was in. And, you know, so I'm always, like, trying to stay educated about what's going on with debt. That's great. Yeah, that I mean, that's the yeah. kind of thing I wish I... I'm ready for Jubilee now. 
Yeah, I kind of wish yeah. I could. I could do. I like that's one of the things. Like organizing around like debt seems. Whenever that comes up, I'm like, God, man, why don't I do more here? Like, I wish there was. Like, I mean, I complain about my debt all the time on the radio, but that's kind of. I don't know. Like that. It's such a. Uh, it's the. It's probably like a lot of the problem with like that. That is the key to kind of. No, it keeps us all in line. Yeah. I mean, that's what. Well, it's also the key to like getting working class people passionate about left politics and stuff. If we started talking about debt, I think people would listen. I mean, everybody's in. Like, I just looked at what I owe for student loans, and I'm just like. Yeah, well, people think you're Dumbo's for that though, and they eat bologna sandwiches for lunch every single day, so they don't have any debt. <laughs> yeah, there are people with a lot of debt. Oh, I know. Everybody's got tons. We can outnumber the ones without it. That's I think. true. That's you know, true. well, I mean, I'm not just saying college loan debt though. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like what's the word usurious loan like like payday loans uh-huh. and like the mortgages i hear that they got rid of all the regulations that were put put in place in 2009 uh-huh. and they're basically back to kind of setting up the same situation with houses that made the whole thing crash and like hopefully it's true that like millennials don't want to buy houses but you know a lot of people are going to get underwater again if yeah. that's really happening because it's just such an easy oh, trick yeah. for them to pull it's off. It's totally happening. Yeah. I mean, there's still a lot of laws that companies kind of have to deal with, but they just deal with it by, like, having lots of teams of lawyers. And, I mean, the thing is with them, like, if nobody complains or if they don't get caught, they get away with it. And, you know, state state regulators don't have the resources to keep up keep up with some of these companies. Like, they have a lot of technology and, like, to me, one of the great tragedies is, like, all the really smart, like, young people working at these places. Because, like, I worked at a tech company. So we had all these software engineers. And I was like, this is what we're spending our time doing. Like, this is the worst, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All these like, talented <laughs> people are doing stuff. Like, all these really yeah. talented, intelligent people are using. They have to. I mean, you have to trade that labor. For, and they all have loans, too. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and and if you to be, yeah to become one of those people, you have to probably take student loans, and then you're just paying them off desperately. And any amount of money that you can bring in that's significant, it's hard to get a job doing something ethical that pays. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's just like yeah, it's no money in it. Yeah, most of the people that are like most of the people that are doing like. The most of the jobs out there are for like insurance companies and banks. Like, <laughs> like that's basically our whole middle class is employed in a, in like uh, in places where they're just focusing on, like I said, things like Finance. trying to get out of people pay- paying people's medical bills after they've been paying a premium forever. <laughs> yep. Oh, well, thanks for calling in. We appreciate it as always. Uh, yeah, thanks so much for taking my call and letting me update you. And good luck, Erica, on your travels. Thank you, know, you so much. Hope it's a great time. Yeah. Good luck yeah. to you too. Is there any? What is there any? Twi- is there any Twitters or Facebooks or any like social media stuff people can go to to follow along? Yeah, so I'm at um, paritamshaw.com. Um, I'm not really like super active on Twitter. And then also if you want to kind of follow along with any of this prison uh, strike stuff, their Twitter handle is IWW underscore IWOC. 
So it's IWWIWALK with yeah. an underscore in between. And you, your last name is spelled S-H-A-H, right? That's correct. All right. Got it. All right, folks, you know what to do. Hit her up um, and spread the word. Thank you for calling in. We appreciate it as always. And uh, we'll hopefully see you on September 2nd. That'd be great. All right. September 2nd in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, the hideout. Right, yeah. We do have, this is 100% happening. I I guess I didn't announce it yet, but uh, I got confirmation that we do have the hideout. So we're going to do Chicago on the 2nd, I believe Minneapolis on Tuesday the 28th, sorry, Tuesday the 4th of September. We're going to do Iowa on the 6th of September, Kansas City on the 7th. Maybe. I don't know. Iowa on the 5th. I don't know. Kansas <laughs> and St. Louis. It's somewhere in that week. So don't leave the country before the first week of September. Yeah, all of our friends are leaving the country. They're oh, going I know to what like to do. India and Sweden are doing all the right things. Hopefully yeah, you I wish back. I could have got out, too. I always wanted to get out. Just but You came, like, inches. You came inches, dude. Yeah. From leaving, at least going on a trip outside of the country. Like, I, yeah. I wish, like, it's so weird to me because the people we meet after the shows, a lot of them have been out of the country and neither one of us have. And it makes me feel like, uh, more rare. And, <laughs> you know, I know most people don't get out of the country, yeah, but I, I don't think it's rare. So many people that have never been out of the country and it's, I want to leave this place so bad. Like, I, I'm, yeah. like, dying to go somewhere. <laughs> I know. You old heartthrob Greg from uh, the Columbus show with the uh, the rose Oh, pin. he just got back from Australia. Yeah, he's in Australia. Yeah. Lucky son of a that bitch place. riding a bicycle all over Australia. I'd like to go there, too. That would be a wild place to visit. Oh, mate, it's a Tim Tam. We're leaving the Tim Tam <laughs> together, me and some Sheilas, eating some Tim Tams. <laughs> right. They put the halal bacon... <laughs> On on the Subway sandwiches, and we were very... That's very old. Like, there used to be this group on Facebook called the Australian Tea Party. And they were, like, American Tea Party people from Australia. And basically, the thing that they were... What? They were Australians. They were Australian. Yeah, but they, they were, were Australian. Just like but sympathetic to the Tea Party cause. And they would post three times a day about how a Subway in Melbourne, Melbourne, Australia, was serving halal meat and they didn't have bacon anymore. And they'd be like, we ought to be allowed to have our bacon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I used to just picture a guy that is so mad because of play, like, that capitalism is doing what capitalism is they say it does it's like well if enough people don't want to buy bacon right this business shouldn't carry bacon and but they're like well i should be allowed to have yeah. one bacon sub i used to like to get to a pound of bacon in between that gross bread and some mayonnaise and i would just have it with a tim tam and a tea the fuck is a tim tam they're, they're cookies. cookies they love them over oh. there apparently i love them i'm gonna tell you the truth tim tams are very good cookies me and my mates get tired of having vegemite sandwiches <laughs> we need a subway sandwich <laughs> we want bacon i want bacon i can't have a sandwich i can't have a hoagie or sandwich a hoagie. Hoagie. <laughs> they say hoagie over there <laughs> <laughs> I just assume everybody outside. I, you know what the weird one is? Is when people are like, we call it a hero. No, I think Grinder's the weirdest because I don't know where that comes from. But hero too. <laughs> Boy, we call that a hero over here. It's a hero. Toss me a grinder. 
Like an angle grinder? <laughs> we have a sandwich. We we call it a sandwich. They probably have it. They have it. They have little cute nicknames for everything. It's probably a sandy. <laughs> I'm, I'm googling how do they say sandwich in Australia. Just look for sandwich slang, <laughs> Australian sandwich slang. I just remember how obsessed they were with that place. Oh, not, they were so nuts. We're about not going to have bacon. If if I want to go to Subway, I want to have the right to have a bacon. That's just the way it is. And if these Muslim blokes don't want bacon, then maybe they don't have to get bacon. But we can have them. You know, I should be allowed to have it. It's like, well, we don't sell enough bacon to make it worth it. And they're like, oh, I don't care. This is political correct nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for calling Street Fighter. Who are we talking to? Hi, it is Elizabeth. They never see her from Illinois. Howdy, Elizabeth. What's up, Elizabeth? Did I do a good Australian accent first? I honestly have been zoning out and working on homework. So, <laughs> I, yeah. I'm going to say it was so good that I couldn't even notice. <laughs> thought we had an Australian here. thought we had an Aussie in the studio. Yeah, I was like, huh, why, why do we have another guy? <laughs> in the studio. We have the, I want to have Erica in maybe one. You got to come in again before you leave, obviously, yeah, I yeah. think. We got to have you in. We, we got to get as much Erica time as we can because she's, she's really leaving us. I'm gone. And I'm going to try to stay gone, too. I'm just. Keep that in a down low. Oh, you really? <laughs> yeah, You're not tell your parents. Do you want to tell your parents? Oh, they know. It? They know. Okay. Did uh, <laughs> Elizabeth? How did your ID situation work out? Well, um, so the guy who um, my friend had like sent me, you know, he sent me his number. Um, he ended up blocking me, and I do not know what. Like, I don't know. He just ghosted. Um, really? So, yeah, I, I don't know what's up. So I decided I'll probably just not go through that route and just probably get a Craigslist cat at some point. Yeah. You can, um, just, if you need a cat, I would just, it sucks that you can't go get a rescue though, unless you're like, I don't know how old you should have to be to own. Well, 18, I think wait, 18 is very fair. So here. you have to, like an, you have to have an ID to get a, to get a rescue animal? Uh, yeah. Well, so you have to be 21, and I'm only 18. Okay. So she tried to go in and get a rescue animal. Aww. And they were like, you need an ID. So she called us and was like, have you guys ever done a fake ID? And neither one of us had, because back in our day, you, uh, well, first of all, we didn't have the internet. So it was like, you'd, you'd have to know who to ask. Yeah. That does document forgery. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> did you ever get one? Did you ever get a fake I've ID? Nev- I've never had a fake. I'm the lamest person you've ever had in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's not lame, really. I mean, you just, we, we can get you into bars if you need to. You do I'm get into the bars. I'm 23. That's right. Do you drink at the bars? <laughs> uh, No. I never see you drink. I don't drink. You get on that Kratom, though, right? Yeah. And then uh, go to Sweden, where they they got drugs in Sweden. They probably have something. Okay, I know probably they were like fermented fish fumes or something like that. <laughs> so what's going on this week, Elizabeth? Um, well, I actually just moved into my first apartment uh, yesterday. Do you feel uh, that's really exciting? Are you settled? And how free? Like that freedom is like it's just the coolest thing when you're sitting in your first like own place. It, it, how does it feel? Like, are you being loud and shit? <laughs> well, so I'm, like, worried. Like, I don't know how loud is okay. Like, I have, you know, you guys on speakerphone earlier. 
you know, just as I was waiting, I was like, it's like, you know, 11 o'clock at night. Is this cool? <laughs> Do you have roommates? Uh, not yet, but I will be getting one. You can be yeah. really loud. You have no idea how loud you're an adult. You don't live with anybody. I am the loudest person in the whole world now because, like, I've got that dad <laughs> thing where I've, like, just been – like, when you first move out, you're like, I don't know. Can I get in trouble? You know, I don't want to get in trouble. Just – if you're too loud, they'll let you know. And then you just okay. go down one level underneath that. But you can be – people have – your parents – like, my parents had no tolerance for noise. It was like, just shut up when we're over there at night. But – like, I have a huge, like, my neighbor has a treadmill in their living room, so when they run, my whole apartment is like, boom, 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 boom. Oh. And I'm just like, whatever, man, she's trying to get her uh, treadmill on. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's most, her apartment. Most people who live in apartments kind of know what's up. You're dealing with, you're living with other people, and if it's too loud, they will let you know. But I remember turning up the surround sound all the fucking way for, like, <laughs> months and just looking at my girlfriend and being like i can't believe they fucking let us do this like the class is shaking and shit in here and it's 2 30 in the fucking morning you're screaming stuff from like by the in five you just think of, skip the first five years of being like i live on my own but i gotta act mature and just go right on to this is my place and That's i can true. do anything yeah. i want in I'm, here yeah i make the rules i pay the i pay the mortgage i, I make the rules it's weird though that I, 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 I clear, I really remember like the first night I moved in, I moved in with a friend and he was, he was super cool. Like we both partied and stuff we were having fun, but we also on the first night made dinner and like sat at the table and ate dinner. And it was like, that's what you do when you got to play. Yeah. That was the only time you did that, right? <laughs> One time. <laughs> right. And then, like, we're going to keep up that shit. <laughs> and then the next day we're like, I'm eating a hot pocket without a plate laying on the couch. <laughs> like, this is my apartment. And do you have upstairs and downstairs neighbors? Uh, no, I'm on the third floor. Third floor, okay. Oh, that's the best. Now you don't have to try to figure out what your neighbors upstairs are doing. That's another thing that I used to do <laughs> when people lived upstairs from me. I'm like, what are they fucking... Every time it was too annoying to me, I'd be like, what are they fucking moving furniture up there? <laughs> like, I would get so mad for some reason. Like, just... It, 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 yeah, Rolling living bowling on your, balls around. Yeah, living on your own is the greatest. Oh, I, 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 I am... I kind of... And it's one of those things where I think that adult shit of like, I wish I could be a kid again. I'm always like, no fucking way. Because <laughs> I won't have my own place to live in. If I came in. No. Brett just asked me if I was shitting. <laughs> <laughs> I promise I'm not. What? I don't smell. Brett smells something. Brett's got turds in his nose. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I, I remember, the only time it sucks is when the uh, rent comes, like, then then you're, like, paying the, you're, you're yeah, like, rent sucks. comes in, and then the electric bill comes in, and then, like, once the bills come in, and you see how much of your check goes to that, you're like, yeah. oh. Well, you're like, I just paid some last time. It's like, no, you got bills every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, but the uh, utilities, though. On like a two or three month delay though, so like my rent is gonna be really light for the first like month or two. 
Oh, that's nice. That's nice. I would love to get. The yeah. fr- I never got a place with a free month. Like when you would drive by those crummy apartment complex and they'd be like, get a free month. And oh, I'm really? like, they do that? But it's like always oh, one oh. that I wouldn't live in. Oh, no, no. I mean, like, I'm just going to be paying two months after I'm gone, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I, I wasn't even saying, like, that those are badnesses. I never got it. I never got a free month. I, I always think about, like, how what if, like, the what if, like, the, the law was that you can't charge rent in December or January, one of the two <laughs> months. Like, I think that would be... That should be the Christmas present, the nation's Christmas present. Yeah, because that's the time where they expect you to buy a bunch of extra shit. That's a new jubilee. It's That's sort a of a jubilee. weird way of doing a jubilee. Where the it's winter like jubilee. Illegal to charge rent in December. You can't like charge rent in December. And then like single people would love it because they could they could save up their mo- like. How great would it be to just have the month off from your bills? Well, here's my proposal: any month between January and December, free rent. Yeah, or any month between. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that that is a good proposal. That is good. Any you should maybe just everybody gets a free month, but I would just use it in January every yeah. year. <laughs> I was real bad about that with my vacation time too. I would schedule it all like really early and then be trying to get it like at the end of the year, like, oh man, I'm out of days. <laughs> How is uh furnishing the place going? Uh good. I mean a lot of it so my parents, you know, were, like, on board with me moving out and stuff. That's nice. Um, yeah, so it wasn't, like, a huge fight or anything. At first, it was definitely not. But, uh, I mean, I have kind of a lot of, I mean, I don't know. It, I, it didn't hit me until a few weeks ago that I was, like, moving out, moving out. Like, I have two older brothers, uh, and one of them just graduated college uh, last year, and then the other is, like, still in it. And it's like, you know, yeah, they don't live at home anymore. But they're not, like, quite moved out, you know? Okay. Um, you know, like, they still have their bedroom. You okay. know, and I was like, oh, my bedroom is, at home is not mine anymore. Sure. Um, you know, so I just took the furniture from there, mostly. Nice, okay. Um, yeah, I was... And then I'll probably just grab a bunch of stuff from Goodwill. Yeah, that's the way to do it. I, I, I was thinking, when I was complaining a couple weeks ago about, like, not having any money for organizational stuff. Like that was something that like my place would be like a mess because I just couldn't have, I didn't have like bins or like just places to Mm. put stuff. And it felt like spending $18 on a Rubbermaid tote. I mean, that was like more than 10% of what was in the bank, you know? Yeah. Because stuff to spend money on. Because there's that, what's that one place called? It's just literally the box company or some shit like that. Container store? Container Container store. store. Fucking container store. But like all those containers are like, like a hundred dollars. Oh, I know. They, yeah. you know. they they set you up with a system, like a total mm-hmm. a total system to take <laughs> over your closet. But then that system, you never use it. Like it just goes to waste. Right. We'll see. We'll we'll have to get one installed. Let's have a challenge. We'll do the container store challenge. The container. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> wasting my fucking checks. <laughs> see exactly. That's what I mean. They should just be giving it to people so that your house isn't a mess. Um, well, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it, Elizabeth. Was there anything else you wanted to get in there? Yeah, actually. Um, originally why I meant to call in. Um, so, you know, I don't think, you know, I'm not certain, but I don't think you guys are doctors. So, uh, um, no. 
I mean, I'll, I'll give start. advice like one. I'm like um, a Dr. Phil so type I, doctor for sure. I'll talk uh, so to I your troubled some, uh, kid and shit and try to sh- shake him out of it. Dude, uh, some uh, some girl from my high school was on that show. It was whack. It was like a whole thing for like a month. Um, so but yeah. Uh, so I bought some. Uh, I bought the kratom sampler pack. Oh, nice. Which I've never done like anything. Oh, are you um, the one that wrote that in the comments? Oh, probably, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I felt weird. I was um, like, eh, I mean, I don't, I've given people lots of first drugs. Kratom is not one that scares me. You'll be fine. Yeah, uh, I guess the only thing, and I did a little bit of Googling on it, but I just wanted to, like, know if anyone else has had any experiences with it. But, like, interacting with other meds, specifically, like, SSRIs and stuff like that. I take... Uh, like, I take Celexa, which is, I think, an SSRI, and I take Kratom a lot. I don't know. I don't know if I'm the best example, <laughs> but I do take an SSRI. I mean, I okay, take a lot. It, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're not having seizures or whatever. Nope, I'm good. I don't. Alrighty. I haven't heard of that either. I would. I would Google it more, or maybe post in the group or something. But I'm sure there's lots of people that. I don't know. It doesn't really seem to hinder anything else it's pretty nice except for booze sometimes if you drink too much it can it made me feel real weird yeah yeah, yeah I, was, I was like i said i was poking around a little bit but didn't see much but you know just want to double check with anyone else uh anyone else has any weird anything about that no nah, i feel well, awesome per- i'll let you guys oh sorry what were you saying? I, I looked it up selexa is an ssri it's called citalopram okay. and i take 40 milligrams of it every day and I also take Kratom, so I think it's good. Yeah, and if you want to, I mean... Talapram is my favorite 80s, like, cartoon character. <laughs> so here's here's the, one of the best ways to take it, really, is if just put uh, some water on the stove, heat it up to a boil, let it cool down for a couple minutes, and pour it into a cup just like you would uh, tea, and then filter it through, okay. filter it through like a, uh, a coffee filter. And that makes it easier okay. on your stomach to digest. And you can add stuff like lemon and honey. And if you want to do a bigger amount, because the thing about Kratom is like, so if you take a teaspoon of it, it's going to make you feel like real energetic and euphoric and like uh, very clear minded and all of that. But if you take like a tablespoon, the more you take, the more it kind of knocks you out and it becomes more of like a stick to the couch, like melt into the furniture type thing when you get into the higher okay. modes. So. But it's it's hard to swallow like a whole tablespoon of kratom. It's way easier if you just make a tea out of it. It, it like just tastes bad, right? Is that like kind of the whole thing? Yeah, it just needs to be steeped in water for like ten minutes. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Well, perfect. Thank you guys. Yeah, no problem. You have a good one. Thanks for calling in. Thanks. Let's you do too. one more call. I I don't got the I, I'm all backwards because of this computer. Yeah, it's speaking Espanol still. No, it's not speaking. I, I'm just making the playlist for the. Uh, I'm, I'm. I still have to make the playlist for the uh, thing. This so. works out good. We got a good amount of callers left, so we'll, we'll definitely get you all in. If you're in the queue right now, hang in there. No, you got to take one more. I know. I'm taking one okay. more, but I'm just saying. <laughs> after this one more, do not give up hope. We will be back after the songs. Thank you for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to? Hey guys, how's it going? Good. How about yourself? All right. It's Carl calling from Philly. What's up, Carl? How are you? All right. All right. 
chilling, chilling. It's uh, Bastille Day this weekend. Okay. Um, and in Philly, uh, that means we all gather at the local historic prison, uh, History of State 10, uh, which is this old, like, 19th century concoction, uh, for a drag reenactment of the storming of the Bastille. Okay. Uh, that ends, it ends with uh, Marie Antoinette appearing high atop the highest wall of the prison to rake cakes cake down. Uh, so, that's a thing that we do here. Um, and I thought it was a good thing to, to visit for the last time they did it, their 24th and last time, because. Um, did you actually kill somebody? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> the foundation is kind of a good coda to your earlier caller is starting to like pour more of its resources into, they, they, they don't call it prison abolition, but when you look at what they're organizing with like events and education, like, we need to really totally rethink this whole idea of imprisonment, correction, punishment, what's going on, and Let's let's do that here. So that, that was a, a nice thing. So what what, uh, what group is this that you work with or that puts this on? Oh no, it's just uh, uh, Eastern State Penitentiary. It's a historic site in uh, a neighborhood of Philadelphia called Fairmount near the the art museum. Wow. Well, uh, I would love to see yeah, that. You can, Is there a hashtag I can look up? <laughs> I, can, I can DM you the, the, the link or something. Perfect. Um, yeah, do, do still uh, check it out. And when next you come to Philly, you can still take uh, the tour of the, the old prison. And the audio tour is narrated by Steve Buscemi. Uh, so that's... <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I wanted I wanted to call in though because I, I've been listening for uh, over a year, like eighteen months maybe. So um, I don't know if this has come up already uh, on the show, but if not, I was like really like surprised thing. I thought I wanted to mention. Have you you all ever talked about the uh, simple sabotage field manual? Oh, the one uh, that the uh, CIA made up about, like, uh, yeah, we have actually. It was the yeah. one that said, "Have a bunch of meat." We did, we did, a sh- we did a show about that. Yeah, right? we talked about pointless oh, meetings and all that. We did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great! I'm gonna, I'm gonna look that up. Thanks. I'm gonna have to try to figure out how to find that. We, yeah, I don't know if we're gonna be able to. It, we can probably look it up to see. It, I don't know if we wrote CIA field manual. Yeah, I always write goofy shit. We were doing like a long. We we did like three or four shows, like kind of wrapped around that that were about the same thing because that's kind of how we do things a lot of times. So I don't remember like at what point it was, but it, that is like a that that shit like holding in. Holding meetings is the funniest thing to me. Like holding <laughs> unnecessary meetings makes me laugh pretty yeah. hard. I tend to make committees as large as possible. Yeah, I kind of told a guy. I, I told a guy last week because he is a mailman and he wanted to like do a passive aggressive thing to one of the people he delivers mail to. And I told him that like I would there would be a lot of valor in him st- stepping in poop. 
so that he could walk across this guy's <laughs> front porch and just always have poop because it's like the reason it's a valorous feat is because you have to suffer too. It's like you're suffering yourself. You're like, I will step in dog shit so that I can track dog shit across this guy's porch every day. And not not everyone can like blow up a transformer or something. So no. Somebody people just gotta track shit through the through ooh, the porch. Ooh. I think I got the answer, man. Somebody says it's called uh, pay for the opportunity to make money. Pay for the opportunity to make money. <laughs> that's the that is the uh, name of the episode. Wow, that's a that's oh. a damn that's quick. How, how did you get that? Somebody was talking about it on Reddit and said that it was the best one to listen to. They oh, said, stop everything you're doing and listen to this one. Oh, pay for the opportunity to make money. I'll make sure to send a post out there for it. That's very cool. Yeah, we yeah we did that. Uh, hopefully, we did it good. And who Perfect. knows? It, I'm sure it'll come up again sometime too. <laughs> we do a lot I of shows. Just reminded. Okay. Oh no! Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say I was reminded of it um, uh, in the last week or two because of <clears throat> this one rule. Um, or advice that they have uh, for uh, causing confusion, which says, advocate caution, be reasonable, and urge your fellow conferees to be reasonable and avoid haste, which might result in embarrassment or, or difficulties later on. Uh, and it really, really struck a chord uh, with uh, let's all be nice to each other and civil. Uh, yeah, we can. We can definitely still be civil and slow everything down. Like, there are civil ways to do it, too, you know? If your thing is being civil, do it that way. My way is to just straight up steal. That's my way of doing it. Other people's ways of doing it are... Mine is also to be a problem at meetings. Like, Brett will steal. I'm a problem at meetings. I'm always yelling and stuff. We all have our thing that we do. And, uh... You know, you just got to pick what you're good at. And that field manual is really good for people who are, like, averse to, uh, you know, I, they didn't want to do something illegal. They don't want to yeah. do something stupid. They'll yeah. make them look stupid in the future, you know? Yeah. There's other ways to get around it. There's questions you can ask. One of them was, like, uh, wasn't it was, like, ask a question after a decision has already been made, <laughs> I think, was one of them, yeah. which is a great way. You can explode a project or add a few more fucking working hours to something. That's <laughs> just when, yeah, when point in, out that doubt, thread. When, when in doubt, just follow twelve C. Act stupid. Yeah, I love I love the idea. That is such a that's perfect psychology to me. Is is somebody realizing that if you say if you once the decision is reached anybody that asks a question's question will be taken seriously immediately cuz it's like everybody's freaked out you know we just made a decision we just did something that's set in stone and uh now so we have that's to be held funny. accountable for it I don't do we want to be yeah <laughs> do you want to be held accountable for that i mean it sounds like a good idea to me but somebody out of the room i think it's a stupid idea it's the worst idea and then we'll get fired for being very stupid Better send another meeting to think about this. That's, <laughs> we're gonna need another meeting. Yeah, let's let's table this for now, and we'll take another meeting. <laughs> oh, that sounds familiar. Well, hey, thanks for calling in. We got it. We got to get yeah, to it right now. Yeah, absolutely. I got a whole episode to listen back to. Thanks for uh, cool. looking that up. 
All right. Good, good luck, Erica. Thank you so much. All right, you ready for music, Brett Payne? Yeah, if you give me a minute to switch the chords over. You're more than welcome to do so. I'm being a... I'm tell, them what, tell them what you're playing, because I don't oh, put it in I the notes. I was playing music. I made a whole oh, playlist yeah. and everything. How many songs you got? I got three. Okay, well, we're doing three songs. We got Estrear. Oh, good Portuguese there. By Marcus, Marcos Valle. Hanging on the Telephone by The Nerves. And... Um, I'm trying to take it out because you have to do that in mind. You got the races on by George Jones. And the races on. The races on, and here comes Brian in the backstretch. <laughs> I say Brian in the backstretch. Ready to get this rolling? Yep. You ready? Yep. Please be turned up and everything. I'm sorry. That is. You're playing the wrong one. How, what am I doing? Hold on, give me two seconds. Erica's got to do just this. Needs it's another a crazy second. phone. It's he, not he me. Can't plug it off I didn't do in. it. It's playing outside. It's playing out loud. This wasn't my fault. All right. Well, it's thank a, you for it's listening a, to it's Street Fighter Radio. We do this show two times a week. Uh, you can find us as a podcast, of course. You can find uh, our list of shows over at streetfightradio.com. That also has the links to social media and social media, uh, our store. And every other way to interact with us is over there. Uh, what else do we got going on? Live show July 31st in Columbus, Ohio. Five bucks to get in. Karaoke afterwards. Uh, what do you? What do? You, what are your jams going to be? Like, what's your karaoke songs? Uh, I'm going to do "Together Again" by Buck Owens. Okay. I'm going to do "Superstar" by the Carpenters. Okay. That's a good one. Maybe Along Comes Mary by the Association. Okay. I like that one. I love these. You guys want to hear mine? Strong choices. You guys want to hear mine? Yeah. I'm going to do Only God Knows Why by uh, Kid Rock. I'm going to do uh, probably Brett and I will do Freak on a Leash again. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a crowd pleaser. We're very good at Freak on a Leash. We've actually done that one. We have to do some together. It is a live show for Pete's sake. And then uh, I'm trying to think of what else, but I like uh, I'm like really into uh, I'm really into like um, doing country songs. So I got to find some good country songs. Those are probably the most fun to do. Yeah, I don't like to do the uh, I don't like to do the voice though. I like I don't like to go up there and be like, "Are you going to do Harper Valley PTA?" Then. Oh, I love that. I'll be I'll do that one with you if you need me to. Also, maybe uh I liked uh Love is a Battlefield. That one's okay. That one's okay. It's like one of those ones that's like people do it to be ironic sort of thing now and it's like I don't want to do something accidentally that's like epic bacon, you know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't know it was epic bacon choice. I've honestly I don't love that forever. I don't the- feel that way. I don't feel that way personally in my heart. I'm telling you what like other people like I just worry that people would see it in that ironic way. The big than, fucking eat my ass. You ready? The big epic bacon one is uh don't stop believing yeah, yeah, we, yeah. I would that, never we're not allowed that line. <laughs> we're not allowed to, that's not allowed that's to not be gonna done. happen. You're you tackled if you try to pull that shit. Fucking piss me off. Ready? Yeah. Tem que 
malhar. Vamos lá. Musculação, respiração, ar do pulmão. Vamos lá. Tem que esticar, tem que dobrar, tem que encaixar. Vamos lá. Um, dois e três, é sem parar. Mais uma vez. Verão chegando. Quem não se endireitar, não tem lugar o sol. Domingo é dia. De um tititi a mais e de bumbum pra trás. Verão chegando. Quem não se endireitar, não tem lugar o sol. Domingo é dia. De um tititi a mais e de bumbum pra trás.
Street Fighters, thanks for tuning in. It's Sunday night. It's Street Fight. You can find us on 102.1 or 98.3 here inside of 270 in Columbus, Ohio. This is the best community radio. It's WCRS, 102.1 or 98.3, like I just said. No, I didn't. I said 102.1. That's not even it. 98.3 or Uh, 92.7. Sorry. Quick update from earlier in the show. In Australia, a sandwich is called a sanga. Oh, mate, I'll have a sanga. Oh, you go get me a Vegemite sanga, baby. I'll have that and put a little bit of bacon on it. You know, I'm allowed to have that. I'm I'm allowed to have it. I don't care if other people aren't allowed to have it. (laughs) That's not my problem. My name is Brett Payne. (laughs) I'm joined by Australian Brian Quinby. (laughs) Erica's racist boyfriend was in here earlier. (laughs) Erica's here too. She's going away to Sweden, y'all, and uh, we are going to have a going away party July thirty first. People are flying in. Drug researchers are flying in. Uh, I don't even care if I know who you are. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anybody. No, we want people that actually. We would love it if people that don't know you. Should. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Come <laughs> the on. maximum amount of people we want there, like a ton of them, come in. Come see the show. It's gonna be funny. We are gonna make. We are gonna do a funny show. We are gonna stand up there for an entire hour and make you laugh, and then sing "Freak on a Leash" together. And then, yes, we will be singing "Freak on a Leash" together, and I'll sing a Kid Rock song, and it's just gonna be some kind of a night. Yeah. So you be know? there. Let's see who's on the phone lines. Uh, thank you for calling Street Fight Radio. Who are we talking to? It's in L.A. Who is it one in more, L.A.? One more time. It's Chase. What's, I used to say Santa Clarita, but no one knows where that is, so I'm saying L.A. now. Hell yeah. What's going on tonight, Chase? Um, I wanted to call and talk about... Um, I went to Occupy Ice L.A. on Friday and Saturday, and so I wanted to talk about what was going on. Excellent of use of your weekend. How did it go? Um, It was... Pretty cool to see everyone out there and, uh, you know, and meet other leftists and people with, uh, similar, similar thoughts as me. Yeah, that's great. That's what we, we said it last time, but, uh, just those little moments of doing that makes it so that the rest of the time when you feel like a debt slave in the rat race. You just know there's other folks that think this is bullshit and you're not alone. You're, it, you know what's fun is hanging out with people that when you bring up a problem in the world, they don't go, oh, God, I don't want to hear about that. Like, oh, I, I don't know. I wouldn't yeah. say gentrification is all bad. <laughs> <laughs> they do get bike paths. I mean, that's something, right? Yeah, we uh there's electric scooters all over the place now. It's gotta be good. <laughs> there are dude. there's plenty of last mile vehicles available for the bus lines. <laughs> that is a capital that is somebody that'll say, like, oh yeah, under socialism there's not gonna be random motorized scooters laying all over town. <laughs> you know, you're not gonna be able to just go get on one of those. Those things are a hit in Columbus. Holy moly. People love them. Like And I saw my first uh person they had a bike and they had a cargo uh, rack, a uh, cargo, I'm sorry, 
trailer on the back of it. And they were like furiously riding home with like a dozen bird scooters on it to go recharge them overnight. There's can't be, you can't make enough money to own a trailer. You can't make enough money from doing that to own a trailer. Probably $30. Probably, they probably got $30 for doing that. Well, they say you get, probably. like, and somebody pointed out, and I don't know how much this is or whatever, but they, they use your electricity too. It's oh like, yeah, you're paying for that. It's like Lyft. <laughs> it's, that's money. Like, that, there, and nobody's thinking that mm-hmm. though. Cause when you plug something in, you just walk away. You're like, I plug it in. It works. It doesn't correlate to anything later. And then you're like, Looking at your bill and they're like, oh, maybe powering seven bird scooters wasn't the best thing for my pocketbook. <laughs> so what, yeah. ha- what was going on? What was the actions that were happening, happening there Friday and Saturday? So Friday night, we had a uh, candlelight vigil. And that was happening um, at all the Occupy Ice camps um, that exist across the country, although we don't like to say that because, you know, no borders. But, um, so yeah, that was pretty cool, and it was a really powerful moment. Um, we were lucky enough to have some local media covering it, one local English-speaking team, and then uh, one Spanish-speaking news channel covered it. Okay. And, um, yeah, and um, those great people talked about their uh, experiences with ice and it was just a really powerful moment. And, and so then we had all these candles and it was around this like altar made of flowers that is being used to block the driveway down that they would use to bring in migrants. So now they have to use a different driveway and bring them That's in the awesome. long way around. That's awesome. Um, yeah. That's like a and big middle I, finger. I love that it's yeah, and I love that it's a super peaceful way of doing it, too, where it's, no, we have, like, flowers laid down and things, you know, showing support. It's not just a barrier. It's it's dedicated to them. Now, can I ask, did you guys have any counter-protesters? I, that's kind of weird, but, like, I could see people kind of monitoring, like, the, all, like, the anti-ICE protests and just coming out and, like, the Blue Lives Matter type folks. Um, not while I was there. Um, counter-protesters showed up once before, but there were only about, like, seven of them, apparently. Okay. Um, and, but the rumor is that, um, there's going to be some counter-protesters showing up Thursday or Friday. What so sort? If what, you wanna, what, what kind of them? Are, are we talking... Proud Boy. Proud Boys or bikers or, or which, which kind? Like, when I say bikers, I mean pathetic bikers, not, like, mean ones, but, like, bikers for Trump or Proud Boy or what, <laughs> what kind of counter-protest is, is headed there? Um, I, I didn't quite get a word of exactly what group they would be from, um, but the word white supremacist was used. Okay. Um, Good start. Yeah. They're not expecting violence, so it should all be good. Right. This isn't a prayer. They're not um, doing a prayer or anything, right? They're not doing it in one of their prayer meetings. So they're so they're <laughs> not as violent as a prayer meeting. <laughs> Thanks for the yeah, generous so laugh, buddy. The- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, after so after the vigil. 
you know, we were going to lay all of our uh, candles, like, right behind the altar. But then we decided to kind of go past the little gate and bring the candles all the way down to the big metal gate to act, that actually goes into, like, their garage. Nice. So we bought, so we go and block off their garage entrance with all these candles. And it's a very powerful moment. And, um, like, we're singing liberation songs. And we can hear, like, tapping on the windows from the detention center. And some people in offices are, like, flickering their lights to show solidarity. Oh, wow. That's cool. Um, yeah, it, it was a really, really powerful moment of, you know, solidarity of, you know, us on the outside and those inside. Were, were there... Um, uh, what were there people? Uh, were were there ice people outside during the protest? Uh, no, they don't. They don't like coming around to where the camp is. Um, there's some security there that kind of shows up and patrols sometimes, and it's weird. They're technically, apparently, there's this branch. There's an agency that's like basically just acts like would for an office building but for like federal buildings and so those are the main police that i saw when i was there at least okay were they being dicks about everything like were they you know were they were they being assholes about it <laughs> dicks or assholes? Um, <laughs> were they a dick or they an asshole <laughs> do you think they acted like an asshole <laughs> or a Which dick one? <laughs> but, um so what actually happened is absolutely is just a bit after the vigil ended and we had kind of, you know, split off into conversation and stuff, all of a sudden two fire trucks show up. They love uh, to do they that, They called too. the fire department on the candles. Oh, of course, yeah, they did Smart. that. They actually called the fire department. There's rumors that they called the fire department here during that... Uh, um, the protest in Rob Portman's office when uh, Adapt oh, was there, yeah. and they were like, "Oh, they were they were dumping people out of their wheelchairs," and they were like, "Oh, they were blocking the elevator." From first of all, I didn't know the EMTs took the elevator. <laughs> like, <laughs> standing in there waiting for it to get. But anyway, that but uh, the rumor was that they're the ones that called, like the people in the office or somebody in the office called, and then that gave them a reason because it was a false alarm. Once they ended up getting in there, nobody was hurt. Uh, there was a false alarm, and it was kind of like, uh, that doesn't sound like, that sounds like maybe the police did that. You know? Right, or some conniving <laughs> Portman official. Yeah, or somebody that works at, like, Huntington Bank. That's it, He's in their building. It's just easier to pass the money that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is it feel? Oh, yeah, it, so, so the fire department show up, and they kind of, like, so we were all wondering, like, what was going on, and they just walked past us up the steps of the building, and they talked to one of these, like, security guys who points them the direction to, of where the vigil was. And so the fire, the firefighters and the uh, security guard walk over to where all these candles are laid out, and the fire, the firefighter talks to the security guard for maybe about 20 seconds looking at all these candles does nothing gets in the truck and leaves 
Yeah, yeah. I'm sure fire <laughs> firefighters seem like they're on our side in a way. Like they don't seem like they're friends with the government, the, with the police and stuff. They, well, they play them in softball every summer. Well, they win. Yeah, maybe I mean, they win. Like, people, yeah, like people who choose to be firefighters. Like, there's no. You don't get to oppress people if you're a firefighter. It's mainly because you want to save people. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's sort of a service, kind of. It's a, it's like a good service that people like rather than the police that is a bad service that everybody hates. Well, yeah. Well, a lot of people hate, okay? <laughs> the people that have to deal yeah, with them don't like them. Say, there's been, a, there's there's been, been bootlickers. I saw somebody was like went to a gas station and they had a blue line on the door yes. that said like we support our heroes. <laughs> Listen, this A and W supports the police. Yeah. They don't, they're out there. They're <laughs> they're out there all day working up a sweat, and we've got a frosty mug of A and W root beer waiting for you. They pig. Oh, no. lives deserve root beer. Yeah. yeah, officers. They don't just eat donuts anymore. There <laughs> was um, there was a in Grove City. I think. I think in Grove City, there's a thin blue line painted between the yellow lines on the street. What? Yeah. Oh well. Like, yeah, I mean, Grove the... City strong, right? Yeah. Grove City strong. <laughs> yeah, they always add strong to the end now. Yeah. Oh, we're Westerville strong. Well, that was because those cops got murdered. Yeah, as soon as those cops got murdered, everything in Westerville was like, we love the police, actually. They're the most of it. Well, I mean, if you're in Westerville, they're taking care of you. That's Ag- true. Again, the gremlins in here again. Making noises. Technological on gremlins. We got gremlins, folks. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, you're telling me. I'm freaked out about the whole thing. Uh, so are, are you feeling pretty positive about the occupation? Is everything kind of... Is everything going? Yeah. It doesn't look like every there's there's things happening and and you know. Yeah, um, and there's, um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on and a lot of talk about actions being taken. You know, outside of the encampment, like handing out know your rights cards, which we need more bilingual volunteers for that. So if anyone in the LA area speaks Spanish and would like to help out uh, know your rights cards, that would be. A great help. Okay. Yeah. That. Um, I'm sure. Uh, hopefully, we have some bilingual listeners. Yeah, that's, that's really a good extension um, to like always... any, anywhere, though. I think, like, there were anti-ice protests here in Columbus, and I think, you know, just if anybody's bilingual, just shouts out. Yeah, yeah. It, it's that. That's tough because they they act like they teach us all Spanish, but then you leave, and it's like that's that's not really. That's not helping. <laughs> like, yeah, that's not useful. <laughs> I, hate, I hate to make my uh, Spanish teacher feel bad, but uh, it didn't work for me. Yeah, you've turned this uh, Michio Kana into a clusterfuck now. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but I love it. Michio Kana into a clusterfuck. That's, it, the, that's the play. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for calling from there. Always, as always, we really like to hear, we really like to hear what's going on at these various uh, at these various occupations. So it's it's really encouraging to it's really encouraging to hear that they're doing well and and that it's it's working out. I'm I'm real happy about that. Yeah. Um, everyone should check out the hashtag Occupy Ice tag on like Facebook and Instagram and all that. You can find out what your local camps need as far as um, 
donations. Water's always great. Vegan meals are always great. In L.A., if you could bring, like, some, like, plant seeds and stuff, that would also be great because they put fertilizer all over the grass, like manure fertilizer on the grass to get us off of it. So we're turning that space into a garden. So seeds are really helpful right now. Okay, cool. Thank you so much. All right, what do we got? Yes. We we got a we we got ourselves uh we got our uh, Occupy Ice call in. Right. Hopefully, we get some more from other places. I don't yeah. even know where else they're happening. There's you know, Pittsburgh, I think. Pittsburgh. Occupy Pittsburgh, Ice. Occupy Ice Pittsburgh edition. <laughs> Pittsburgh edition. It's that edition. All right. Let's see who's on the phone next here. Thank you for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to? Hey, you guys hear me? Yes, yep. we can. Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, I'm Matt. Uh, I'm, well, right now I'm calling you guys from Frankfurt, Germany. So wow. it's, uh, I've been up since I've been up since like 5 a.m. Set my alarm so I can call in. Holy moly! How did you get through? <laughs> yeah. How did you get through? Can you tell me how to oh, call? the Google Voice. What? Yeah, Google Voice. Yeah, it's Google. Do it. Yeah, Google Voice is pretty easy. Once you you can. It's easier to set up if you have um, a phone that's based in the U.S. So, like, I was getting, I was doing all the verification stuff through my parents' phone back in Texas. Um, but once you get it set up, like, I can make free calls back to the states now through Google Voice. So it makes it a hell of a lot easier. I'm gonna oh. need this. Yeah, yeah, this I think technology. you will. <laughs> we'll be needing you to call in and let us know exactly what's going on. And and what is that place? Sweden. Sweden. Yes. Uh, yeah, you're gonna, Erica. You're gonna love Sweden. It's um, it's a good place. Really good people. It's uh, well, shit. You're already excited for it, so it's not like I need to. I'm preaching to the choir. <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty pumped. It's um, yeah, shit. Yeah, I thought it was funny at the beginning of the show. All the the inter the little international vibe because last week um, last week I was the skeleton call last week because I I called in and fell asleep when I was <laughs> I was listening and laying down at the same time oh, uh, no. which is a bad move wow we you gotta... can't hear the little beat oh, what's yeah. that yeah you're our first follow up on skeletons you're the first skeleton in the closet <laughs> that's come back to haunt us that's true yeah yeah <laughs> I, I didn't hear the little beep and I was just like I was laying there and I had all these um, uh, last Sunday I was in Amsterdam so I had all these uh, like I was going to try and pull all these little stories of oh yeah I'm in fucking Amsterdam smoking and all this shit and that all went out the window when I fell asleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah I when, mean it's good that you got in though It's we always like to hear from pe- that yeah, there are people in other countries listening to this show <laughs> it's so weird to uh, me to man, think well, about that, uh, well see that that was why I wanted to call in because like um you know, it's really, I, I've lived, I, I mainly lived, I've lived overseas for maybe the past like 10 years. So I kind of, I kind of go back in to see family and stuff when I'm in the States. But for the most part, I'm based outside of the U.S. So, you know, with all the, with all the shit going on in the States, it's really hard to be an expat outside of the U.S., like looking back in on what, essentially it looks like a raging dumpster fire and you know like being able to to hear you guys show and stuff it's um it's really nice it's uh 
that was really the gist of my call was to call in and be like, yeah, fuck yeah, street fight. Yeah. But um, it's it's really nice to like be able to hear that there's some different shit going on in the states um, because you know like if I just fuck if I go and put on like CNN International or something I'm gonna it's it's depressing within about you know five minutes. Russia. Um, Russia Gate. It's all yeah, Russia, yeah, really. Exactly. Most of the bad stuff is because yeah. of Russia, though. That's that's the that's yeah. the problem. <laughs> You're hearing it's all America, but it's really all Russia. Hold on, I'm gonna type in CNN.com right now, and I'll just you can keep talking. I'll just read them. Tell them about Putin. Putin's gonna be on there. Good, good. He's giving out gold medals or something to the the team yesterday. So Are I'm you sure fucking he'll kidding be on me? There somewhere. No, okay, uh, New York Times Russian intel agency named in Mueller indictment suspected in UK poisonings. This is seriously like the first couple headlines. Uh, yeah, there you go. Um, U.S. Intel chief, America is literally under attack. <laughs> Trump yeah. signals he'll ask Putin about extraditing Russian agents. Ex-UK <laughs> press secretary, Trump is jealous. I'm not kidding you. Like, I'm just reading down. Like, I haven't scrolled. I haven't yeah. scrolled yet. Oh, shit. I, I hear you. It's the, like, every time I meet somebody... Um, every time I meet somebody that wants to uh, kind of push me about politics or something, it, Russia is within like the first two or three questions that come up. Like, oh, are all Americans? Do they hate? Do they hate Russians? Or is it? Yes. You know, like what's going on with this Russian thing? Yes, it's, they do. Uh, now, I, I, people aren't really paying attention. People, I don't think people are really even like we. I think people that are like stop acting like idiots about Russia are paying more attention to the Russian thing than like regular people. I, I really, I don't even think, I mean, of course it's going to play into the next election. Cause no matter what happens with the Democrats, they're going to say it was Russia that did it, you know? Yeah. But like, uh, yep. it, it does seem like it, it seems fairly quiet on that front here. Actually, weirdly enough, I never hear about Russia when I'm talking to people that are kind of just, vaguely paying attention to politics you know i think that's a fringe group of like liberal people who are just convinced that russia yeah yeah is trying to take us down which is very weird but yeah the idiots are very loud though (laughs) yeah yeah that's crazy that people uh, like i love to hear what people in like other countries think like we are actually doing all the time because i i have in my mind that like everybody like my I, my big thing about europe or germany is that everybody is like 10 times more sophisticated than me like there are no dumb people there that's 100 <laughs> not true by the way i know but in oh, your mind in my mind i look at it like there's no dumb people over there there's no hillbillies in sweden you know and it's like no uh, there's idiots everywhere there's idiots everywhere <laughs> that might make me feel better about the world if i about myself and my space in the world if i could go see them oh well, shit, like, uh, I'm, well, so I'm in Germany right now for some shit for work, but, like, Germany's got the AFD party over here. They're swimming in fascists. Like, uh, it's, everybody's, everybody's going through the same shit right now. One of the things I find most interesting is just, like, how many of the same problems just keep coming up in all the same, the same place. I'm, I'm lucky because my job, I travel a lot around the EU, and, just getting to like see the same shit coming up with the same people it's really uh i think there's a lot there's a lot more commonality between the countries and the problems that everybody's going through than um uh one might you know it, one might initially think and it is a, it is a global thing i mean it is 
to use that outdated term, yeah. uh, something that if, you know, we're all tied uh, together in it and, uh, this is going to be the reaction for us groups of people. I mean, we've seen a pretty violent reaction to the world. Well, you know? I, I think that the inner, yeah. like sort of the connectivity has helped people like with passionate beliefs connect with each other. I mean, and so that's, like not the, just, yeah. that's not just, that's not just, cause I think there's a rising left too. I don't think there's not a rising left that it's just fascism. And I think that we're all fighting now because there's a lot more of them and there's a lot more of us and we're connected with each other and we're talking and we're all spreading our, our ideas, you know, like we can, and we yeah. can also spend time. We can also spend like most of our life, not, seeing anybody's ideas that disagree with us at this point that's been the whole big thing about people who watch fox news all day and are conservative they they can do that it's very easy to not it's very easy to not have to hear the other side of the conversation especially when you know on tv both of the people arguing are usually pretty stupid <laughs> it's just ridiculous to me because they're like they're they're obviously like some european countries where the the fascist parties have like a decent amount of power where it's kind of terrifying, but a lot of countries that have like far right nationalist fascist parties, like like the like with Nigel Farage, like he has no power, but he's constantly on television. Mm. Like he's con like his, his face, like like UKIP or like the PVV in the Netherlands, or like like all these parties that don't actually have that much power. Like they're they're always broadcasting and boosting their image for no fucking reason. Yeah. And yeah. it's very convenient. I mean, I mentioned earlier, like, the Swedish Democrats, they're basically neo-Nazis. They have a lot of power. But <laughs> but at the same time, yeah. though, it's just, like, they give people like Nigel Farage, like, just so much press. They just, like, they do the work for yeah. them. Well, and it is also one of those things, too, where in this, like, civility, days of civility now, it always seems that their policing and laws skew towards protecting these right-wing groups. I mean, these yeah. folks have absolutely every right in the world to, like, advocate for genociding people, you know? Yeah, they let yeah. them... They they see their stuff as a debate, and they see our ideas as dangerous in, a, in some way. It's what we talked about earlier with, like, uh, focusing on MS-13 or focusing on Antifa. <laughs> focusing on Antifa over white supremacists like they don't even yeah. they don't care about white like i really feel like the fbi i don't feel like they care about well they're white on the same team yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and i think a lot and it's not even just like because people are like oh you're calling this institution racist which it absolutely is but it's like even just a lot of people who are white supremacists end up getting jobs as cops because it's easier mm -hmm. for a white guy hey, to get a all job and you get some power all the guys that I went to high, I went to an all boys school, and, and every guy that was in my high school uh, that sold drugs or was just a general fuck up in life has either gone on to become a cop or a border patrol agent or some sort of customs agent. That sounds like across the board. Yeah, it, it's weird. All, all the uh, like a lot of the biggest assholes I grew up with ended up being cops, just like yeah. or being big time in power. Yeah, into the Blue Lives Matter movement and shit. Even if they're not cops and they're those people, we call them bootlick. You know, you, everybody calls them bootlickers. But those people are also usually yeah. people who were a fucking mess, man. Who were like really, 
they did crime. I, I got into a fight with a guy I went to high school with, my one of my old drug dealers, actually. Uh, like when Mike Brown, when when the Ferguson stuff happened, and he was just on yeah. there yelling about Mike Brown getting killed. And I was like, dude, and he, he was like, he robbed somebody. So, you know, and I'm like, you think he deserved to die, but like all the crime you did, all the rob, like you literally robbed people and you've sold drugs yeah. too, but you got to live. Don't you think? That there's a reason why you got to live and this guy got to die. Dylan like, Roof went to Burger King. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like these people are allowed to like their 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 ideology and all their hate is allowed to fester. Like all that stuff is allowed to fester, but like anytime you try to get a movement against them, that is the one that's considered dangerous by, like, fucking Jonathan Chait. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, these guys are like, dude, people are offended about eating avocados at colleges. They're calling it cultural appropriation. It's like, that's seven fucking people that are mad about that. You know? Right, it's one tweet that you found. Yeah, yes, exactly. It's maybe seven tweets that people were fucking with you, but yeah. And they're like, we gotta be able to traffic in all these racist ideas ideas i did a thing today about uh they reinstated hulk hogan at uh, wwe hall of fame and i did a joke about hulk hogan and uh i did a joke about hulk hogan and papa john like restoring the racial the racism <laughs> balance in the world and so many people are just mad at me because i called hulk hogan a racist like that's what they're offended by the traditionally i can't be offended by anything they're automatically offended if a fucking dumb yeah. joke about calling a guy a racist you know yeah i I feel like fucking Twitter is just full of people trying to hit a hot take on something. And as soon, you know, you, you guys in the show and everything is sticking your head out. You're bound to catch all that bullshit. Yeah. Well, I like um, it when, you know, I like it when I piss the right wing people off. Like I get true joy out of that. Like I don't like it when I piss yeah. left people off. It makes me feel bad. But when the comments are from right wing people, it's like always fun to me. That is always just I love it. You I don't should know read why. some of the comments on his tweet. They are <laughs> they are very they are very good. I got guys sticking up for Papa John in there. Yeah. Like how did that happen? Like, they're just like, Papa John should be allowed to use the N-word and sell pizza. Someone else showed up to say that they were mad that people were writing N-word instead of just writing out the full word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the N-word, I like that's saying your biggest it that concern way. In life. Yeah, that's what they're mad. you got to be able to say the real N-word, man. You just say it. That's such a yeah. baby thing to say the N-word. And it's like, it's respectful. I think it's respectful to say the N-word, like, as the word. It's like, I don't... I don't want to yeah, use don't have that to word. Prove it's it. ugly, and I, I'm trying to be respectful to people. I'm not like you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really tied in to saying shit in people's face whether they like it or not. Yeah. Like, That's I not can, who I am. I have some time to put care and concern about what they want to hear, you know, <laughs> or don't hear. Yeah. It's not a statement that I'm making, you know. Well, hey, thanks yeah. for calling from Germany. It's always good to hear from people in other places. Hey, thank you Hell yeah. Thank you all for doing the show, man. I love it. You're welcome. Keep doing your guys' thing. Yeah, not a problem. Let's get this next one in. Let's get these done. How much time we got? We are at, we got 40 minutes. And max. we got, so we got what, four, call. four calls. All right. We're going to we do, do it. This. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Thank you for calling Street Fight Radio. Who are we talking to? Oh, shit. Hey, folks. Hey, what's Howdy. going on? Hello. Oh, wow. All right. Hi, this is Terry. 
What's up, Terry? How are you? Is, <laughs> is this... there a real Terry? You have to tell me if you're <laughs> no. a real Terry. No, yeah. Uh, anonymous callers now are Terry. Like, that's <laughs> what we call them now. Hell yeah. I actually uh, yeah, was trying calling. to I was trying to learn how to work my Twitch yesterday, like do some things on my Twitch stream, like add a few scrolls and stuff like that. And the videos I was watching was called Terry's Tech Help. <laughs> you were drawn to it? <laughs> I was like, this is the one I'll use. It's, Terry will help me, okay? All right, what's going on tonight, Terry? Uh, so I was going to talk about my shitty factory job, but I had a better story about uh, a job I had a couple summers ago as a college student. Uh, they put up all these flyers all over the comp- all over campus. Uh, you know, like, come be a fucking raft guide in the woods two hours away from campus. There's, like, this shitty little hotel that they rent out a floor for, and the guides stay there. They made $64 a day Holy for a 12-hour day. Wow. Two hours away? <laughs> did you have to drive Did you have to drive the two hours, or did they take you on a bus? Uh, I mean, no. People, like, moved up there for the summer. They lived in this, like, slop house in the top of a hotel, like, in, like above, like, someone's house, basically, oh. next to the raft base. Oh, no. For $60 a day? It was wild. Huh? For $60 a day? Yeah, just about. Plus tips, which you got every couple days, maybe. Oh, you didn't get... People didn't Not tip every you? Time. Did you have a tip jar? No, yeah. No, you couldn't... You know, you didn't ask or anything. One time, some of the guides snuck up the river, and they spray-painted under a bridge. If you like the ride, tip your guide. (laughs) This boss, so Frank Mooney, the owner of Crabapple Whitewater. Name and names, Terry. crew (laughs) sent a crew up there on the clock to spray-paint back over that. Oh, that sucks. So how did, so you saw, so what, because like now I'm in your mind when you decided to take this job, because just imagine you have time, right? You're at summertime and they're like, go be a raft guide. That sounds great. You know? (laughs) And you're like, oh yeah, man. What? So you just sit on like a, like in my mind, the picture is. They pay me a living wage. Yeah. They give me a decent place to sleep. And I go on a raft and I help, like, suburban people get down to the end of the raft thing, right? Like, that's that's what in your mind. So what is the what is yeah. what is the realism, like, when you get there? When does it, like, dawn on you that you're like, shit, <laughs> this is not a good yeah, job? Yeah, I mean, just, like, they, they never told you, you know, what the hours were. It was never guaranteed. So things were going bad. I mean, you could be out for hours. The money just like never, I don't know. They encouraged you to like work as long as you could. And the owner would like hold up to people who would work. He's like, you want a day off? Uh, Jeff over there, he's been working. He's been working for like three weeks without stopping now. And the kid has like $30,000 in student loans. And he's like breaking down under the weight. Of, you know, like this really physical <laughs> job every day. Yeah. And he's just like. In the fucking sun. And the owner's like, yeah, look at that guy. 
Yeah. I let him work every day. They love dudes that like do nothing. That like those guys that like and they're they're we've said this before. They're always going to exist. When you start talking about bringing down the number of hours people work a week, you have to also consider that there are dudes that are just going to work 70 hour weeks. Maybe, yeah, but also I mean a lot yeah. of those are usually really weird decisions where someone's like, "I want a brand new car. I'm, I need $10,000 to do it." I'm going to spend $25 a week on groceries and pay all my bills, and I will have it by the end of the summer. I had a friend that used to sock away money like that. It was crazy. But I, but to that extent, is just not going to go for – I mean, there's, you can't live – you can't get by on that. $65 a, a yeah. day. A day. Like you get – at the end of the day, somebody hands you $65, and you have $0 in the bank, right? Yeah, that doesn't seem like it enough was, to live for me. You did, was there? Yeah. Was no, there? Did they supply you with any food? No, no. I mean, you had to like get down into town, carpool or whatever, with the other guides to like the grocery store thirty minutes away. It was rough. So, you know, so you the wrong. thing is, the owner treated it like a like a frat. We went out drinking once, <laughs> and. Yeah, he just, like, took us all out. He, like, rented a van. No, we used, like, the crew van that we put the rafts on, drove down to his old college. Again, like, two hours away, almost. <laughs> and, like, drank at this old college He sounds like bar. he wants friends. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like he wants friends. Did he own the place? So this is the owner of the place? Is like, yeah. I run yeah. a river guide thing, man, and, you know, it's a fun job. It's a nature job, you know? He could be a Gacy as well. Yeah. Yeah, he could be a weird. No, I think he really did just like. So he does he live there year round? So do you know, can I get him? I need a better yeah. understanding of this. So, did, were you paying rent to him or to live in the flop house? To to his friend uh, at the hotel down the road. That's feudalism, was, by the this, way. Like That's... I said, this loft with several rooms. <laughs> were you paid and in all company the guys script in the top floor? So all the guys uh, had a spot. How no, many, I mean, did you have to pay for you? So what did you? What, you were how much were you paying for the room? Uh, I mean, it was like uh, I don't know, three three hundred bucks or something silly, but okay, not really. You know, more yeah. than it was, still more than it was worth. Oh, how many people? Sure. Live? I heard. How many I heard people they live got there? Kicked out now. Oh shit! I mean, there were like six. Yeah, they don't let anyone from the company stay there anymore. Apparently, I yeah. just ran into some of the. Some of the people from the company. Well, you got to think so one about. Time we were, you got to think about what you're dealing with here. You're dealing with a small business tyrant and the raft man and yeah. another small business tyrant, and they're working together. And you know for a fact that's not going to last forever. Yeah. <laughs> because in the landlord, but oh, yeah. they were two guys that I wonder what happened between those two. He wouldn't go drinking with him and his <laughs> bus. <laughs> <laughs> they're not friends anymore. And- Uh, one time he he drank himself so much that he uh, he went into the bathroom and he came out and I went in later and, and he told us later too that he he shit himself <laughs> took took him off put him in the sink and came back and kept drinking with us we found out later oh my <laughs> god that's your boss man my boss just craps in the sink I'm just like you guys man. <laughs> I'm so young and free to shit myself. <laughs> yeah. You know how I do. You know, 
You know what I'm like when I get drunk, man. Well, don't want, don't prime me, because if I got started. <laughs> yeah. But every day at the end of the day, this was his thing. He would climb up onto the table and scream and tell every single person what they did wrong every day. No. So if you, like, no. you hit a rock, you do something wrong on the boat, you know, bad customer interaction, <sighs> he's like watching and he'll tell you in your face and he'd get beat red. Oh my it was God. like the war. It was like oh, the hour no. of hate. You know, was he like a watch the TV? Get script. on the table and say he shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> was he a hippie type? Can I ask? Like, I think of Raft Guy and I think hippie type. But now that you're describing no, him, like, I think of like a, a, a like a a guy that would wear those Benghazi T-shirts. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like a, a a young white man with like a nice haircut that wears like. The tasteful Benghazi T-shirts, like the 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 ones with like just a logo up in the thing with a skull, uh-huh. and drinks Black Rifle coffee. That's now what I'm I'm seeing. Uh, I think Amber was right in that he kind of just wants friends. He's like an old frat boy. He wore like golf shirts, trying to be formal, but still like the river shorts because he's still guide. He's still out there. Yeah, he's, he's still guide every trip. Did you? Oh, yeah. uh, did Did he watch you? Did he take? trips with you or was he on the boat with you oh yeah he would like and towards the end you know because uh i wasn't measuring up he would follow me every time oh, no i All know day. where you were in it's your like life at that person behind me <laughs> i had a manager that did that to me too that would follow me in his van to each one of my jobs and i would just be like this just fire me man just get rid yeah. of me <laughs> Well, hey, thank you for calling. That is really, that is, that's like the Cedar Point job. It reminds me of Cedar Point. When I was a kid, I thought working at Cedar Point would kick ass. And then they were, because it's like, they put you in a dorm. You get to hang out with all your Cedar Point bros. Oh, my God, no. (laughs) That sounds so bad. I wouldn't want to work around, I wouldn't want to live around my coworkers ever. I know. Just oh. horrible interact, horrible things happen at night, and then you got to go to work <laughs> the next day with them. You get into a fist fight with yeah. your roommate at night, and then you got to go to work and sit with them. Oh, <laughs> uh, what are you guys smoking tonight, boys? I got some OG Kush, and it's purple. Oh, very nice. What are you doing? Yeah. I'm doing a vape pen uh, of uh, minty a, vape yeah. pen juice, a sativa, I think. I think. Um, I have Girl Scout cookies right now. In the vape. In the Pax vape. I also got this tincture I'm still rocking and rolling with. Yeah, that tincture is something crazy. That'll get you going. It knocks me out. It's the best. (laughs) Well, thanks for calling. We we gotta get these last three in here. Peace. River Guide job. River Guide is It sounds like a dream job, right? It sounds so cool. I pictured actually the guy from American Pictures. The smaller guy. <laughs> okay, okay. Right, because he wears the cargo shorts all the time, too. Yeah. And then I'm also picturing the polo and the thinning hair. Cause he this... seems like the kind of guy who would snap and get on a table. And yeah. And just, like, yell at his coworkers. Right. Would just be like, this is bullshit. We're out here to have a good time. I don't want people complaining, you know? <laughs> yeah. You hit a goddamn rock. You hit a rock in the thing today. I can't, I can't keep replacing these things, these rafts. Right. Yeah, it also, it's one of those things where it's like somebody that doesn't probably spend any money. Well, he's a drunk, though. So, 
but he's super drunk to the point where he's like, I fucking love these boats, man. <laughs> we bought like a dozen of them and then charged people to just go down the fucking river, man. We'll be rolling in cash. Me, we'll just start like a frat. It'll just be like us and the boys, you know? Me taking my, people down the river. You my cool pros drinking beers at night and taking people down the river during the day, man. Uh, pay them $64 a day. <laughs> Thank you for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to? Hey, this is John in Worcester. What's up, John? How are you tonight? I'm doing well, guys. Thank you. So what's <laughs> what's going on in Worcester? Worcester, Mass, the middle west of Massachusetts. Hell yeah. Hell just yeah. Trying, just trying to keep it real, feed the family, you know, do some de-letting of the paint. You're... While the wife and kids are away Ooh. this weekend, so staying up late doing the prep work. You did de-lead your gonna, paint? Going to do the paint tomorrow. Okay. Huh? What's that process? It's just covering, basically. You get a special paint. You just cover it. You don't scrape it or anything because that kicks up the dust. Uh, it's just going to seal that shit in there. <laughs> Seal that lead in there, yeah. Seal that. Just get that Let's lead in there. Just keep that in I the know, wall. Right? Let's keep that in the wall. <laughs> well, I, re- I recently realized that's what the whole like wainscoting thing is too in a lot of places because it's just up to four feet. It's just up to where your toddler can reach and eat the wall. Right, you know? right. <laughs> Dumbass kid it's eat the, same the wall. Exact, same exact. Yeah, same exact thing. <laughs> Don't eat the wall, kid. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I had to sign a waiver when, much. when we got our apartment. Me too. About our lead paint. Yeah. Yeah, I signed oh, a waiver that's too. Bullshit. Yeah, they do waivers I here. I mean, you live in Taxachusetts, though, so they probably have like a whole law against it, you know? You know what I heard so you, about? You say, that, you say that, but it's like illegal to drive in a car with a communist here still. So it's. You know, we had the Obama Heritage Foundation health plan before everybody else did. That is true. That is true. Do you guys get your cars inspected there? Oh, yeah, but if it's older than, which both my cars are, thank God, older than 20 years old, you don't have to do the emissions. It's grandfathered in. (laughs) We inspect cars, but not the the 22-year-old. None of those will pass. I mean, get out of here. They don't, you know, because they do, they do like a whole sensor thing, as you probably know, but they don't. They just do like a, a visual test Can I, and make sure your muffler is intact. I got two things about Massachusetts right now that I guess I can tell you. One Uh-oh. is I wanted to do a show there a few times, right, Brett? I brought up Matt Boston before, yeah. right? But yeah, every, every time I post online that I want to do Boston – People from Boston are like, don't come here. Just go to New York and we'll come and see you. <laughs> so well, like, everybody, I... in Boston, everybody in Boston hates Boston. That's... Boston is the secret, like, strings, you know, uh, you know, strings pulling the power of the world place. Yeah. You know, we invented napalm. We have Harvard. We have MIT. Yeah, that's true. You know? They do have Harvard there. And then the other thing about Massachusetts that I'm hearing, and maybe maybe you've heard this, is that you guys passed uh, medical marijuana, and maybe, and uh, they're trying to put up another vote during an off election to outlaw it again. <laughs> have you? Is that again, something that's going again, on? Again, doesn't. Su- uh, I believe so. Again, it doesn't surprise me at all. You know, I live in a place where you know they voted to. 
not have any shops or you know growers at all. Yeah, you can still do it for yourself. You just can't do it commercially. So you can have your six plants in your backyard, whatever. But what do they think happens? What do they fucking think happens when you open up a weed store? Here, you can tell that Ohio is doing the Denver thing because they have weed stores mm-hmm. downtown. Like we're go, like we're going for it. You know what I mean? Like I live yeah, in. I live in a pretty fancy neighborhood, and they allowed one to be made because they know that's going to be a hip thing for people to do is go to the weed store, and they're like, well, "No, yeah. we want to be hip too, man. We want to be cool." <laughs> Because they can profit off it. That's the whole sad irony about the weed explosion in business is that it's, you know, for 40, 50, 60, 300 years, we've been locking, locking up other people for having and selling and being businessmen selling weed. But now it's okay. Yeah. And, you know, all those people are black and all the people now are white. Yes, of course. That's who's you gotten know, to take it all over. It's steeped, but, it, you know, black people sensibly made it cool, too, right? Uh, I think, from what I heard, that it was, like, marketed to them by the CIA, I had thought. Like, that, like, they marketed, they marketed, like, uh, they basically kind of secretly marketed weed and heroin to hippies and, and, and black people back in the oh, day so that then they could throw them in prison for having then they outlawed weed you know what i mean and then that was like oh Mm -hmm. now that's a conspiracy theory and i that might be in the book i'm reading currently or that could be true it sounds true to me it sounds completely true i am reading a fiction book so (laughs) well hey thanks for calling we got it we oh oh, go ahead no i was just gonna say i could just do one good quit uh quitting your job story cool go for it um as you know, we, you know, have to have health care for the new year for six months. So when I worked at Goodwill, I did a no-call, no-show on January 2nd. So my health care carried for six months because of the state I was in. So Goodwill paid for my health care while I wasn't working for them. Nice. For six months. That's a good, that's a great it was, uh, tip. That's a life hack. Yeah. Uh, exactly. I'm all about those. You know, I got to figure out how to organize those. Yeah, get them. And then, you know, I'm just trying to make a list of street fight things my kids do. Okay. Like, like biting their arm when they're teething and this type of stuff. That is pretty cool, biting your arm when it hurts. That's like what tough dudes do, right? That's like when you bite on the, when they're pulling a bullet out of your arm and you have to bite on something. You know what I mean? Clamp down your own arm. Yeah, exactly. All right, we got two. I I have four large sons, so it's very... Lots of that going on. But I thank you guys as always. Have a lovely night, and thank you. Cool. We got two more. Have a good one. We got two calls. That guy was super calm. I listened to, like... A bunch of lead pain. Massachusetts people I listen to normally are, like, screaming and yelling and stuff. That guy was, like, super chill. I will do Australian accent, but I can't do the Boston thing. That's fine. But I can... Thank you for that. If you need me to do Australia. Thank you for being respectful. Boy, are we going to have a It's like saying N-word is... (laughs) <laughs> Not doing a Boston accent. We're going to have a Sanga. A Sanga. We're going to have a Sanga, me and my friends. A Vegemite Sanga. On Smoko. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go have a Smoko. I like to take a, san- a Sanga out there when I do my Smoko. We'll close with that song tonight. Uh, thank you for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to? Skelly. 
Skeletons in the phone line. Whoa, <laughs> we need to get like a Halloween oh <laughs> CD sound effect. Okay. Soundboard. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. I'll let you do that. I will actually let <laughs> you do that. Yeah. <laughs> I would let you do that. I'll, Skeletons are all Terry's, I think. No, too. anonymous callers are Terry's? Yeah. Every anonymous caller becomes a skeleton eventually. Okay. So I guess the logic works out. Yeah, all skeletons are Terry's. All right, who do we got? This is the last call of the night. It sounds like, that sounds like a weird science fact. What? All skeletons, all skeletons are actually Terry's. <laughs> all skeletons are actually named Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Once you die, you become named Terry. Join the Terry's in the sky. Uh, thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to? Hi, this is uh, Danny Fatante here calling for the uh, <laughs> DSA support Ocasio-Cortez's two-state solution for Israel. How are y'all doing tonight? Holy shit. <laughs> Way to take shots, okay, big guy? Jeez. Danny Fatante is good. Oh, though. my He's God, I've been joke. waiting all night for that. Yeah, I'm glad I, I nailed it. I don't know how you've become the last call, but it's like kind of nice to end the show out with some energy. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I just thought I'd let y'all know I got I got called in today, and uh, you know I want to make it public. Um, you know, bring this call in culture out. Uh, I was uh, arguing with my grandmother about uh, the state of Israel today, and uh, she actually <laughs> called me in on on pronouncing Gaza with an Anglican G instead of the Arabic Hef. Uh, uh, that, that that it is technically pronounced with. So uh, thank you, Grandma, for calling me in there. She wants um, you to say Gaza. What she wants you to say? She won't let you say Gaza. 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 Wait. So she what, she wants you to say Gaza, or she wants you to say Gaza? No. It, 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 the the correct correct pronunciation is Gaza. Uh, I think I'm probably butchering that because I don't know any Arabic. Right. But, but Grandma's in the Gaza camp. Well, That's no, she's like, very pro. She's very pro Israel, but she made sure to let me know that that it's pronounced with a. a, a Did you say what oh. are we doing in Texas oh. being pro Israel? Like, why do you even care? <laughs> <laughs> Sound like the Australian Tea Party. <laughs> oh, would you like yeah. me to do a few minutes of material on oh, now? No, they they ride hard down here. Though. They ride hard down here for the Israeli ethnic state. They love it. Yeah. Uh, well, ethnostate. You can is even the key get him word. to admit. I mean, you can even get him to admit that it's an ethnostate. They're still like, no. Nah, I mean, I'm still cool with it, though. You should so be. It's, it's pretty. You should be allowed to have an ethnostate. What if people want to live in an ethnostate? I could see somebody. Why saying can't that. Why can't they just have their own? Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah, I have but, I, I have offensive grandparents. I had an ag- offensive grandma too. So I, solidarity with you, big guy. I th- it, it, everybody has that one grandma that is just like ride or die for Israel and flies <laughs> an Israeli flag, but is also really particular about how you pronounce Gaza. So I actually heard that on a, on a chat. I, I heard I heard they were interviewing some. Oh my god, I'm terrible. But they were interviewing somebody about uh, what was Gaza. going on in Gaza, and Gaza. Uh, she kept she kept pronouncing it with with uh, with an Arabic. So I don't know. I'm not going to try and add that to my repertoire, but nah, you know, you if somebody. To. Yeah, I, 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 
That's funny. Uh, did I tell you I never got fired? You didn't get fired for the drug test? No, they didn't care. They were just like, they just like <laughs> took me aside and they were like, don't smoke at work. And I was like, no promises. No. Uh, but. <laughs> That's funny. I'm actually getting transferred. Yeah. You got transferred. I'm so- getting transferred to a, a kind of a promotion almost. For smoking weed at work. That's cool. They, they Well, not exactly. Not exactly. <laughs> but the smoking weed didn't prevent it. So That's that awesome. Was, I'm glad. That night you called, that was a downer. Now we're on an upper. You get to keep your job and you got a promotion. You must be killing it if they didn't hire you, if they didn't fire you. Because, like, didn't you say you got in there as a temp? Yeah, but I'm still a temp. I'm but still I, a temp. I'm not, like full-time yet right but, but they usually treat temps as like completely yeah expendable disposable. yeah so being that must they be can find a, there most people that go through there if they find a reason to fire you they'll they'll send you up but i mean i don't want to be a good i don't fuck see like i don't want to be a good work boy i don't want to be the good boy who, who loves to work and does his job good i want to like fucking take a shit on the floor and then, like, storm out whenever I don't yeah. get a $15 raise or something. But you're allowed to be the good boy that does his job good, and there's nothing wrong with it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with people who work hard and, and do their thing. And, like, that's that's great, you know? But, like, not everybody can just be like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just a monkey wrencher. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you can still be a monkey wrencher even if you're good at your job. Again, there's all that stuff about like calling extra meetings and things like that. There are like little things that you can still do even if you're yeah. good at working, you know? And there's actually like a lot more than you can do cuz you cuz like when I was at the cable company and they made me a lead, I got away with so much more than I did before they that when they then demoted me because I wasn't doing very much work. Or actually, it was just like a switch of managers and the other manager didn't want me to be his lead. But like, it was just kind of one of those things where I got away with a lot more when I was a lead than I was, than I was able to before. And I, and I like took advantage of that, you know, always take advantage of your privilege. That's, that's like kind of one of those things where like, if you have it, use it for good at least. I guess. Yeah. When I, in my one job, when I was a kid, I got, uh, promoted to manager or to like supervisor or shift leader or whatever and they gave me keys and the power to return so i just started returning a bunch of shit and keeping the money <laughs> so you know sometimes there's new opportunities that arise with promotions that's a good point um i have been trying to take my off time on the job to kind of rally support for a union i mean i'm not like nothing's organized yet but you know i'm just trying to see the place because Texas is a pretty anti-union place anyway, so it's kind of hard to find people who are like, oh, oh, collective bargaining sounds right up my alley. But, um, you know, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been slowly radicalizing a few people. Uh, one of my guys, one of my guys, uh, started watching ancient, ancient aliens after I, I was kind of like talking to him. And so he kind of turned into a conspiracy theorist and I kind of lost him. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> look, happens. you know what? Ancient Aliens is also a good conspiracy to be into. <laughs> like, I kind of like that. Oh, one. oh yeah, it's just. Oh, yeah, as... I mean, like when the revolution comes, like he's like, like he believes in the Illuminati. So when it actually comes down to it, and I like 
somebody who isn't me hands him a rifle and says, we have to kill the rich people, he's going to do it. Yeah. You know, he just can't. He just, he's just like, he's, he's, oh, it's, it's. He'll it's, do it for his own reasons. Uh, he'll do it for his own. He he's going to do it for his own reasons. He's, <laughs> he's going to be his own man, and that's good. He That's has good. to think they're lizard people to get the job done, then I guess go ahead, you know. If he has to think they're poisoning us with uh, chemtrails. I mean, Ancient Aliens is I'm a wild one, too. Like, that's a real wild one yeah. to get involved with because it's so weird. It's such a... And it's, like, so made fun of. And you just got to think that if there's a TV show about it, it's ultimate. Like, that... Like, Ancient Aliens is a TV show that's making fun of people that believe in ancient aliens. It's not a TV show by people who believe in ancient aliens. The reason that show exists is so that we can make fun of the people that believe it, you know? Like, that's not an earnest look, show. Look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop some truth on you here. I'm going to drop some truth on you here. Like, all these things, like, humans are part of nature, and everything we do is all is all technically natural, and, like, cars and roads, those are all uh, the furthest reaches of nature, because we're, we're creatures of this earth, and we have grown from this earth, and we, we inhabit this earth, so we are nature, and everything we do is natural. Uh, but the pyramids, stacking those triangles up like that, uh-uh, fuck that, that's not natural, that's alien shit, uh-uh. I don't trust that. I do. There are times where I'm like, how did they build those things? You know, like it, it does. It Please. is an appealing explanation. <laughs> yeah, it's, an, it's not. It's not rocket science. It's heavy rocks. They're not rockets. <laughs> I know, but they had to like draw it out and say, I don't know. I'm I'm stupid. You know that. Well, hey, big guy. Thanks for calling in. We're gonna we're gonna head out of here. Uh, you want to say? And I know I'm hoping to have Erica back next week or the week after that at least before the the going away party. But would you like to say goodbye to Grove City, Erica? I would love to say goodbye to Grove City, Erica. Thank you Erica, so much. Yes. I love you. God bless you. Shalom. <laughs> Thanks, big guy. And Thank you so much. July thirty first. For the uh, Grove City Erica going away party at Ace of Cups, it's gonna be fucking great. We're gonna we're gonna work hard. We're gonna get you a good set. We're gonna do some funny stuff, and and it's and we're gonna do karaoke and we're gonna party until Wednesday morning. Tickets go on sale this Tuesday coming up, so be there for that. Uh, we can be found on StreetFireRadio.com. You can find the show also. The the largest archives of Street Fight is still on WCRSFM.org. So if you want to dig through that, there's over seven years of show on there. Uh, we are broadcasting to every corner of the flat earth here in Columbus, Ohio, from the Free Press Studios, part of the Pacifica Radio Network. We are Street Fight. If you want to support us, you can by going to our website and clicking around. <laughs> Thanks. Peace. <laughs> 5200 different ways, different ways get paid Watch me flex my muscle moving weight Still got other ways, that's it, tablets and expression came Ain't the only thing, 4K TVs, iPhones, that's my game Even wedding rings, water license, Wi-Fi for the cheap And some bootleg cable, I be riding Ubers for the free To the app disabled, trackers out the rentals, posting pictures Sell the whip on Craigslist, fuck around and bring it to your front door Like Jehovah Witness, 5200 different ways I mean, Max, so hustle, man I move everything, plays for the triple-double Like I built Kareem, my first job was in the kitchen I was washing dishes, robbing niggas, jugging bitches I made it out to trenches, now 
nowadays I work my work You should really thank me, you should take your work and smirk I was hella janky, my bitch boosting Louis bags Twice a week I send her, gotta cut the price in half Because they got the sense to switch my mojo, work my mood Regardless, I sell everything Trap like Walmart, don't you try to target, keep a super cake Got some youngins, they be jugging, robbing Redbox movie games Buying for the 15 and the 30, what I single, man OG bags, got a sachet gas in the tank Filling up your tank, Yes, I'm talking thanks, yeah. Or like Chevrolet, yeah. All I'm talking drink, yeah. Don't end like the bank, yeah. 5200 different ways, different ways get paid. Watch me flex my muscle, moving weight. Still got other ways. Asset tablets and this person came. Ain't the only thing. 4K TVs, iPhones, that's my game. Even wedding rings. Water license, Wi Fi for the cheap. And some bullet cable. I be riding Ubers for the free. To the app disabled. Trackers out the rentals, posting pictures. Sell the whip on Craigslist. Fuck around and bring it to your front door. Over with me, 5200. Go like yesterday, different place get paid. Grizz ain't changed, six weeks diamond fangs. Maxo Johnny Dank, Jurricane. Sure, here's call me Fema Water, like Katrina, selling sneakers, flight swiping visas. Jordan, Ike's Adidas. Pack a stand, bitch, cute dick. We don't kiss a cut a long hair, slick, cut her shit. Now I'm selling bundles, selling speakers for the whip. Since my nines, for 15s, got a welfare bitch, selling food stamps, EBT. I just sold a curved TV with no control. Look, I just do a fake event with no promoters. What you want, a Mac, a Drake, or a carbon? Back to back, trade off rock. Like different ways. Different ways get paid. Watch me flex my muscle, moving weight. Still got other ways. Asset tablets and this person came. Ain't the only thing. 4K TVs, iPhones, that's my game. Even wedding rings. Water license, Wi Fi for the cheap. And some bullet cable. I be riding Ubers for the free. To the app disabled. Trackers out the rentals, posting pictures. Sell the whip on Craigslist. Fuck around and bring it to your front door. Light your over with me. 5200 different ways. I just set a curb TV with no controller. I just set a